It's Robert Burns Day. It's the poet that you all know it. Uh, uh, I don't know. It's the writing on Games Cast. How's it going, everybody? Hey, hello there. What's going on? It's, it's your boys. It's Hamish. You know who it is. I'm the host of Writing on Games. Of course I am. And with me, we have special guest. Special guest. I'm only kidding. It's Nico fucking Blakely. Hi, sorry about that. As soon as we started the podcast, our man was banging on my door and it scared the shit out of me. (laughs) Wait, what? Yeah, sorry. Like, as soon as you went, hey, someone went like, boom, 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 on my door, and I got scared the bejesus out of me. What, what I happened? I get to my door, there's no one there, and it was just a package got left, but good God, that sounded like the end of the world. <laughs> so, thanks, thanks to our local postmen for ruining the intro to another podcast. <laughs> oh, God. How you doing? <laughs> Well, other than that, I'm doing good. <laughs> Just got scared half to death. But yeah. Um. Oh, man. I mean, we'll, we'll come on to some games that have been scaring you half to death later yeah, on. That was a little too real right now. I'm a little too sensitive to the scaries. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. But I mean, what's been going on, man? What have you been up to? <sighs> what has been going on? Oh, it took a week. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. No, um... <laughs> Just been cranking away at videos, yeah. Slash music, slash other shit. I should really put my eggs in one basket, but I'm doing three. Well, just just my three do, basket do, egg man. Do the soundtrack to a video, <laughs> then you're working on both. That's I, it's my justification for it anyway. It's true. That's a good idea. Maybe yeah. I should just <laughs> you'll just hear like instrumental versions of songs I've been working on in videos I make just to kill. Two birds of one stone. That's literally, all, that's literally all I've been doing for for the whole channel. It's just like it's an excuse for me to make some music. So, yeah, I I, I wouldn't. I I, I don't want to be crazy here, but I feel like the average viewer wouldn't give a shit if I just like put some stock drum beats and a little synthesizer. <laughs> like, yeah, totally. Yeah, like who would know? Like like. <laughs> Yeah, the average viewer is like, oh, that music sounds good. You know? Yeah, you <laughs> like know. On, on any video, so who knows? <laughs> yeah, no, that's, uh, yeah, I mean, how, how's how's the video stuff coming along? It's going slow, but it's going good. That's cool. all I really have to can, say. Can you, but, can you tell us a bit about what you're working on, or? Uh, I can only say Deadly Premonition. <laughs> yes! Yeah. <laughs> oh, great. Oh, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. I, I, I'm not going to like say any more about it because I, at this point, I still don't know what the goal of the video is 100%, but sure. I have stuff. Yeah. I, it, it's not that I don't have a goal. It's that I don't, I haven't written a, an an ending that satisfies me, I guess. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. This, this, there, there, there are certain parts of writing scripts for videos that, you know, are kind of tough for me as well. Like concluding things is always you know, it's always been messy for me. I'm just like, okay, can I, how do I say something that sounds profound? <laughs> you know, like, yes, uh, yeah, it's, that, know. should I just go full, um, uh, inside the actor's studio and just praise the game way too hard? <laughs> yeah. Or should I, 
<laughs> oh man yeah i mean it's it's, it's weird because i mean you know speaking of videos like i'm 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 putting the finishing touches on uh on the this long form hitman piece that i've been doing um i've been working on that for like two months now like you know and it's it's only like that's just been working on the script basically like uh uh but you know i have i'm editing that and it's very stressful because my video editing software isn't wanting to cooperate and stuff but it's getting Uh-oh. there it will be it will be ready for the weekend and it'll be going out to people and stuff and i'm very excited about that um oh yeah holy shit i forgot to say um the channel just hit like twenty five thousand subscribers as well which is weird Woo! and cool like that thanks everyone and we we also got a bunch of new listeners to the podcast as well so hi hi hello everyone i'm I'm talking to you the listener hello welcome to the writing on games cast i'm your host hamish black and and i'm special guest nico blakely you're not nico you're horatio mondonglo The fuck was that? The crazy video game art thief. <laughs> I should have left you back in Marrakesh. <laughs> oh man, yeah, uh, that's uh, just giving of- them a taste of what the what nonsense they're in for. Yeah, exactly. No, I mean it's 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 been it's been a fun video to do. Actually, you know, kind of doing the whole long form analysis thing. Like, you know, it's it, th- certain things like. Certain maps I have more to say about than others because, like, Paris, for instance, I talk about it in terms of the fact that it's like, you know, you have two tutorial missions to start off with, but Par- you, you don't actually need them. They're, they're good missions for what they do, but, like, Paris is the perfect tutorial in itself and stuff. Um, yeah, and nice symmetrical. Oh, well, not symmetrical, symmetrical, but... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's got it's 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 very segmented like there's the bit you can explore the the kind of front bit and part like certain parts at the front of the mansion but like that mansion for example like acts as a puzzle for you to solve and the solution to that puzzle is the disguise system and they point you in the direction of that very organically so um yeah it's kind of stuff like that and then um you know skeleton key costume as well Yes, I yes. Uh, I I used the phrase skeleton key costume uh, at one point. Yeah, it's, it's the be- it's like it's perfect description for yeah. for what the space is costume because <laughs> exactly. it really is just like oh you just become god of the level. Yeah, yeah. Like for the, like that's is is to to the point that if you go the kind of like quote unquote normal route where you take where you you kind of take the in order to get to the second floor you take the costume of another waiter then once you get to the stairs you get frisked but you don't get frisked if you're helmet kruger or the shake so it's like so just by getting the by getting helmet kruger or the shake you just completely like bypass any of that puzzle but it's like in order to get those costumes you have to kind of interact with some fairly challenging guard ai and stuff like that in a way that makes that a suitable reward but also if players don't want to think too much about you know how they navigate this puzzle they can just go for these costumes they're fairly simple to access and stuff you know so yeah oh, it's, the, the vampire assassin or whatever what's <laughs> yeah. that that costume is incredible it's, like, it's great but it's also like you need to go into the one area where you know 
you need to go into the attic for, for that, don't you? Oh, that's probably the one area that Helmet Kruger actually doesn't work. Yes, that, yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like the shake as well, and the, the only the only costume that wait, works. Wait, there, who's the shake? The shake. The shake. The shake. Yeah, the shake. Is it like a pro wrestler? Oh, the sheik. At least said the shake. What well, the shake? Sheik is. Pronunciation. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the shake. What is that? I thought it was like, the milkshake. I man. Thought it was a wrestler that you described yourself as called the shake. <laughs> yes, yeah, the iron shake. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But um, but yeah, like you know, in, in that in that attic, um, there is you know the only costume that you're not trespassing with there is the guard one, but the the thing is the guards the guards are much more suspicious of other guards and stuff like they they can see through costumes really easily because hey they're guards it's their job so like that Whose brother is this or whatever they say yeah exactly so it's like uh so when you're in that area you're kind of always in danger and stuff so um yeah yeah it's like there's there's a lot of interesting stuff like that that's you know, I, I I try to talk about in my video and, um, like yeah, it's 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 cool. I'm I'm excited. I'm very excited to get it out there. Um, and yeah. Oh god, oh god, I played some Hitman last week actually. Yeah. I played. I I oh yeah, I told you this. I was just out of nowhere. I was like, I kind of want to get every achievement in Hitman. Yeah. Like I just, is that game deserves it? Like like some games you just need to do it. It's like a yeah, it's rite like- of passage. I'm like. I would like to do that with Hitman. It's not going to happen anytime soon because of the way I play it. But yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the, I've been getting better, and the, the, I don't know. It's yeah. What? 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 <laughs> no. The thing, the thing, <laughs> oh God! <laughs> the thing I was going to say was that, like, I've been playing it a lot because I've been capturing footage and getting very specific situations and stuff, and going through all these things, and even still. I still think to myself, like, man, I really want to go back and play some Hitman. It's, yeah. Like, even, even at its lower points, like, even maps like Colorado and Marrakesh, it's still a really fun game, you know? It, it, like, Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's like know, the it's the worst of the best. Like, yes, that's, exactly. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. So it's still great. Yeah, totally, totally. So it's, uh, yeah, um, that'll be out this weekend, and that'll be... That'll be very fun. And uh, yeah, th- those levels are like Ghostbusters too. You know, it's not the fan favorite, but you know, it's watchable. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, like um, it's not the best story ever told, but goddamn, it's better than it's better than you've got mail. <laughs> oh man! So uh, yeah, this video is going to be fifty-seven minutes long. Fuck, dude! So, you got to add three minutes to this. What the hell? Uh, nah. Come on, make it an hour-long epic. I, I have aggress- I have aggressively edited this script down to about 10,000 words. <laughs> so, you like, just uh, make the last three minutes like a plot, like, counting gag or I, something. I, like, you know, I, like... I could actually... I'm, now I'm thinking... No, no, I'm not, because I'm, I'm already, <sighs> like, stressing out. I was thinking, like, okay, I'm going to talk about a bit about the story and stuff, but, like, no, I'm, I'm not... I, I've talked about the story before... I'm not going to talk about it again. But uh, yeah, 57 minutes. Like this, this script ended up being longer than my fucking dissertation for my for my degree. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. It's like not quite the, to the not quite to the same academic standard. But you know, it's how uh, Hitman got me my degree. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah. Look forward to that. I guess. Um, 
but yeah apart, apart from that like uh uh i mean it's it's been kind of a crazy week because i actually went and gave a guest talk to game development students which was weird um, oh my god excuse me but <laughs> i thought you were saying like whoa that's weird <laughs> no that that is weird because <laughs> th- these th- these people are learning how to design games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Who are you to come and tell them exactly. what to do? Like, nah, it, 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 basically, I went. I, I, I got I got invited a lot. Like um, one one of the students on this course, uh, like rec- like recommended me to the the head of the course or something like that. Who then got in touch with me and said, "Hey, we're doing this." Um, narrative and genre module of of this course uh you know I, I i like what you're doing would you like to come and speak to the students and i was like okay i've literally never done this like live before but sure that sounds weird and dumb i'll do that um, and so yeah i like that this was like months ago and it just kind of this week was when i was going along so um yeah that was yesterday and i went along and talked a bit uh, about uh how mechanics convey narrative um and you know saying that like i used the fucking phrase ludo narrative dissonance the one that every did you actually say that I, I, it was it was one of the main cruxes of the of the talk <laughs> it was, <laughs> like it, it was the idea that because you know it, for all that term gets like overused and stuff it's important it's like the, the it's the idea that you know for, for those who don't know it's the idea that what you're playing and the story like how you interact with a game and the story that game is trying to tell don't mesh um and you know the examples i was bringing up were things like uh, uncharted where you know that game is all about you know nathan drake being this roguish uh, adventurer who the, the story is all focused on how his family are really worried about him and stuff and they're he's putting himself in danger but he's still he's the relatable every man and he's funny and he's going to get the treasure and everything but the game has you acting as a totally cold calculated murderer <laughs> like killing hundreds and hundreds of people um th- those two things don't line up but um yeah, and then I I got like basically basically after that it was just gushing about games that I really liked, <laughs> like kind of talking about things like Mafia Two and how that game uh, that is a a story about you know uh, th- is is kind of a deconstruction of gangster narrative as we know it where you know the guy isn't Vito Scaletta isn't born to be a gangster he just kind of falls into it because it's paid work and that ends up becoming a big critique of the American dream and stuff like he works super hard and he gets from basically the bottom to maybe about the middle and then he can't get any higher than that because he's going to get whacked otherwise um and the (laughs) mechanics like totally nail down that idea that this city that you're in like it, it it puts itself forward as an open world, but it says, like, this city is not yours for the taking. You know, the police will get you for speeding. You commute to your destination, do your work, and then come back and, you know, go get, get your character into bed and stuff. Like, it's, it's stuff that seems very mundane as opposed to, you know, like, going into somewhere and shooting everyone and taking over this city bit by bit and stuff, you know? So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it was all kind of about talking about, like, uh, narrative and 
ludic cohesion, you know? So uh, it was just like when they go to develop their own games, it was saying, you know, just break down your mechanics bit by bit. Like, say, what am I, what am I trying to say with this mechanic? Like, is there anything I can say with this mechanic? Every mechanic has a story. You just need to make sure that it's telling your story as opposed to, like, as opposed to something that goes completely against the story you're trying to tell. Like, I even mentioned, like, Snake and how that has a narrative. You know, you start off as the snake. The middle of that is you, you, you're hungry, you want food. The end of it is you get the food. <laughs> the, the end of it is a lesson about how you shouldn't overeat because you'll end up accidentally eating yourself. Well, exactly. It's, you know, you you, you eat the, you, you get the you food. You are what you eat. <laughs> You get the food, and then you get the food again, and then you get the food again until you die. <laughs> it's 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 a scathing, pointed narrative about the futility of existence. Um, the snake is America, and it's uh, over overly uh, expedited expansion, and uh, you know it's just uh, it's just you know it's a whole snake is snake is about U.S. imperialism, man. Um, yeah, it gets a little bit too big for the for the game space, and eventually, you know, it's got nothing left to bite but its own tail. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, God. yeah it's it, like you know and uh, but there's there's things like you know i talked about like missile command and how that game is you know a really you know poignant uh portrayal of the horrors of nuclear war uh and that's all conveyed purely through mechanics and stuff um and i also talked about spec ops the line and how you know that's actually dissonance being used to great effect because it's like the whole point of that game is that the actions you're committing as the the quote-unquote hero character are like really bad and you start to notice things that don't quite sit right like you're killing your own guys as opposed to in other military shooters where you're killing the unnamed foreigner you know um and you start to think hey this is a little bit weird and then there's the white phosphorus scene and you realize this is we are we are not doing the right thing here but your character says we've got to go on and you go on because you're the hero so there's this constant kind of disconnect between what you're thinking about this narrative and what this narrative is telling you to do and then you realize later on this is incredibly deliberate and the game is when the game asks, like, do you feel like a hero yet? It's asking you, the player, you know, and it's and you think, no, I don't feel like a hero yet. So it, it was just kind of talking a lot about all these different ways that games can use their mechanics to to tell a story or convey an atmosphere or whatever. Um, and it was cool. You know, the, the students seemed, like, receptive to it. And, uh, yeah, it was, it, like, it was, it was fun. The, the students seemed cool and they all kind of uh, were, you know, there was back and forth in terms of um you know games that they liked and seeing how we could kind of like break down those systems and see what they meant and everything um so yeah it was it was cool uh, uh, and i i think i think it went okay like i was super nervous before it because you know if you watch the videos they're heavily scripted and edited <laughs> you know and then you listen to the podcast <laughs> and it's all um uh <laughs> that is what we do yeah exactly um so yeah no it was but i think i think i think it went okay so um yeah the students seemed pretty happy that i was there and uh yeah yeah it was cool so um 
Class dismissed. <laughs> there was kind no. of that awkward thing where, I, where, like, I'd finished the talk and I was kind of like looking at the the kind of um, the person taking the class and thinking, so what happens now? And I was thinking, like, do we get to play video games now? Or <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, uh, so yeah, that was that was my adventure doing that, and you know, maybe maybe I'll do it again sometime if I get asked, and like. Because it was it was it was cool to be able to like talk to people actually making games like, um, you know, is is sometimes when you're doing the videos and stuff, it can kind of feel like, okay, who am I actually doing this for? And like you know, almost all the time you're thinking, well, it's just it's interesting for players to know and stuff. Um, but you know, I do get messages occasionally from people that are making games thanking me and saying, you know, hey, you really helped me, like figure out this thing about this game i'm making and stuff and that's really cool but uh it was it was really cool to be able to go and talk directly to people that are going to be making games um so yeah it's that was that was fun um but Wait, uh, did they did they have any games they made no they, they didn't um uh well not that i saw anyway so um yeah i don't know give them some time nico fucking hell how's your game <laughs> I I have been working very hard on videos at the moment, but I have been thinking about the logistics of my own game, and it's the same. It's the same as it as it always is. It's, it's no cheating and asking those students for help. <laughs> guys, guys, the, the the co-host of my podcast, he's really getting at me. Can you just make me a game really quick? <laughs> <laughs> Just I'll know. You, I'll know if your... you weren't the only one to make it. I know these things. <laughs> you know my style. This is way too polished to be a to be a Hambo production. <laughs> this, you know, he's got so many glitches in here. Nico, it's not a glitch. It's not a glitch. Oh, what's that? Oh, oh, I I didn't realize I had to wait for the crying baby. <laughs> oh man, oh, like that that whole situation has been fun this week because <laughs> because that that video has been gaining a bit of traction and stuff and it's cool you know like a lot of people have some really nice things to say about it um i did get into a kind of comment war with one particular guy which was <laughs> like just because it was so fucking like the, the way like you know most people were just like hey just to let you know it's that's not actually a glitch that's a real that's a thing that was intended and stuff and and you know like it does get tiring after a while because i've literally gone to like there is literally no way you could miss the fact that i know it's not a glitch anymore (laughs) like uh, because i've put it in the vid like the annotation i've pinned the comment that says hey i know uh you know so you would have to scroll past that in order to make your comment or whatever um but uh yeah so but it's not a glitch (laughs) i was i I actually kind of went i i I was uh thinking to myself what if i just like tried to piss people off and just said no it's a glitch it really is a glitch and, and oh yeah, Bloodborne, like, the glitchiest game of all time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a broken game for babies. I can't believe FromSoft left this broken ass glitch in it. Um, yeah, but there was there was one guy that like you know like I say most people were pretty like cool about it and stuff and you know as much as it was just like yeah I know you don't need to tell me it, you know at least they were civil about it. Um, apart from this one guy who came on and said, 
Are you trolling here? You're called writing on games, yet twice in the space of 10 seconds you loudly proclaim that this is a glitch, when it's actually an intentional game design because the wet nurse is not the who the nightmare slain is referring to. It's referring to the baby. You know what a net... You know what a wet nurse is, right? You saw it pick up the baby. You heard the baby crying. You saw the nightmare slain text appears after the baby stops crying, didn't you? I mean, almost two years since this game came out and you didn't know this? It's one thing not to know. It's another that you so loudly claim it's a glitch. Just wow, zero credibility. (laughs) That's the name of your show from now on, zero credibility. (laughs) Exactly. So, like, you know, I, 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 that was one that I was just like, I can have some fun with this. <laughs> like, it's that's just goddamn. Yeah, like, what is? Come yeah, on, I man. Mean, the, like, for for one, you know, like the point is that both times I played through that boss fight, I didn't really know. I wasn't really paying attention to the baby crying. Like, I didn't really like that. Wasn't I was more just like, okay, I beat this fucking big boss. Cool. Um, and it's and you know, also it's two years since this game came out. Yeah. I played it for the first time like three months ago or something, you know. So I don't know. But no, um, everyone got it at launch day, and you are the worst gamer on the face <laughs> of the earth because you didn't hear a baby cry. Oh man! But then you know, I, I just thought, okay, I can have some fun with this. It's, I just replied saying, "Fucking can it with that rotten patter, you wank." <laughs> and uh he didn't he didn't take to that very well because he commented again and i was like so glad he took the bait he said you stupid fucking cunt why record all this fucking footage and talk shit when you demonstrate a complete and utter lack of critical thinking you still called it a glitch without knowing if it was one so you are lying to people in a youtube video that is meant to be informative fuck you (laughs) jesus christ that guy (laughs) And I just went, that's absolutely fucking shocking, Patter. I told him to fucking, I said, fucking wrap it, you VL. Which, in case you don't know, VL is like what 14-year-olds say to people because it stands for virgin lips. Oh my god. Oh god. Um, yeah, and then, uh, and then he threatened threatened me saying you're a fucking glitch fucking cunt don't even think about going to reddit chalice you'd be exterminated like the vermin you are <laughs> i was just like there's a reddit chalice dungeon <laughs> oh god what so I, D- don't come to reddit or we'll beat you up like I mean, what, reddit, what reddit, reddit, reddit chalice so i guess that's like, gotta the, be just like a subreddit yeah i mean yeah right? i was i was thinking that but then i don't know if you can create like are, is there like a communal fucking chalice dungeon system i don't really know much about the chalice yes, dungeon asking the wrong guy i don't even know what i, I, don't, I don't even played this game well yeah i mean uh, the chalice dungeons were like the least interesting part to me so like chalice dungeons are the kind of randomly generated uh dungeons that you go through and they're kind of crap that's, so that sounds like a great idea though like with souls games yeah, you know yeah, like yeah, i totally. would I, I would I would kick out like twenty bucks for like a weird standalone game that was like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like copy paste the engine and make it like a million different rooms and just Binding of Isaac that shit. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah. So Aye. don't really do it though. Maybe just I don't, I don't know. I'm getting <laughs> sick of these soul games. Like I, I love them, but like yeah, you, you, like, I, I want something new from this studio. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah, totally. And it's and but, like something that controls different. I know Bloodborne is technically new, but come on. I mean, well, like, you know, we know what that game is. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, like Bloodborne 
to me was like a really interesting change of pace and stuff and it like i say in the video it made it feel more like a horror game than a souls game but um but yeah the, the souls formula to me is get like i don't that that last dlc that came out for dark souls 3 like really soured me on like the more i think about it the less i like that dlc <laughs> you um, hate that dlc just, like, I, I i just really I, I don't know what it is i just felt that it was like it focused too much on the pvp side of things and then you know the bonfire like the, the bonfires just make the whole design of that environment totally pointless because you just think okay i've got I, i've got like the shortcut and that's really cool that links that to there but then i'm just like well i can just like i can warp anywhere at any time so it's like it it, it doesn't really make like there's not that whole thing where it's like you get those shortcuts partially so you can look back around on yourself and go back to the last bonfire you rested at like because you're like okay i'm running out of healing items like you know i i need to go and rest here and spend my souls and stuff like it just you know you can you can like walk back to any bonfire and uh, I, I don't know it just it didn't didn't really didn't really do much for me and i think if more than anything i was kind of like I said it before, but I was like, I am okay if this is the last Souls game, you know, and that that kind of sums it up, I guess. I mean, you know, there there is, you know, I guess we can talk about this just now because we're on the subject. Like, they they recently announced that new DLC for for Dark Souls that's coming out. Um, have you have yeah. you seen the trailer for it? No, I didn't know there was a trailer. Oh uh, well, that's I mean, cool. yeah, it's uh, it actually, you know, it looks it looks cool uh there's there's a lot you know there's a lot of uh weird i don't want to say lore stuff but there's there's some interesting ways they could go with that you know the with, ringed city yes Ooh. and and you like you know i watched uh like i watched vati's video on vati's video <laughs> Hey, that, that's that's great. That's probably what he wants yes, when exactly. people say I watched, is, talk I about him. So Vati's, that's perfect. Vati's YouTube video on it, and uh, he watched Vati's video. <laughs> um, and you know, like he mentions that there's a lot of stuff to do with, like. Um, the sword with you know you know that kind of did you see the ending for that game where uh you become the lord of the hollows and you sacrifice anri like just outside anorlando uh, yeah i watched the video of it yeah yeah oh sorry spoilers if you haven't played fucking dark souls 3 you go to anorlando <laughs> but oh god it hasn't even been out a year we really should <laughs> yeah it's fucking who cares <laughs> oh god, yeah what, what what spoilers it's a like you can't spoil anything when there was hardly ever a story on the surface i, I, I mean like I, I i get i was getting called out for like spoiling bloodborne for people and stuff like that on that last video spoilers there's a I, 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 and you know again again i i put it in the video and i put it in the description and stuff like and people are saying oh you know you, you prick you spoiled bloodborne for me and i'm like fucking fuck you i don't care like if you really cared about the story like i knew everything about bloodborne's story going into it because the story in a souls game is not necessarily made better because you're playing it like it's it, that's not what i'm playing a dark souls game for so you know um i, I don't care but it was, i uh, honestly play those games more for the monsters than yeah, i do for the story yeah exactly <laughs> yeah 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 so yeah. um so yeah i, I don't know like there the, 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 there's a lot of instances of like that that round sword that you get in dark souls 3 and you sacrifice Henry with it and everything um and 
like the, there's reference to things like the, the pygmy and stuff like that which you know could link into the idea of humanity and considering this might actually be the last piece of souls content ever to be produced at like under that guise like you know that could be a really nice way like the whole idea of like rings and stuff that goes back to you know the um the dark sign or whatever it's called the uh you know the thing that says that you're a hollow basically so it feels like they're they're kind of linking a lot of stuff into this and it could be quite a nice it could give quite a nice sense of like finality to everything so i i'm looking forward to you know um hopefully they don't like i mean the last the last dlc was very pvp focused because they had that other mode you know they had they had that separate like menu thing that you then brought up which was essentially matchmaking um so maybe if they if they fo- if they have that focus more on just presenting you with a good kind of single player experience and pre- and making that environment work in the context of you know warpable bonfires and stuff then that could be really interesting so yeah i'm looking forward to that um but yeah uh it's weird that this is the last one i feel like yeah that's all we got two dlcs yeah, i mean that seems to be the kind of the thing i mean you know dark souls 1 had one dlc and uh, dark souls 2 had three i want to say um yeah um i don't know I, don't, I, I guess i somehow told myself that dark souls 3 was getting three i don't know where i got that from uh, it just feels yeah. weird that it's being like this is the last one it's like i, I thought we were getting another one i guess not <laughs> i mean yeah i mean it, it's, it, like that last one came out in october so that's six months between them and then it was about it was about six months before that that the game came out. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, I don't know. It, it like it. I I like I'm excited to see how this concludes and um, you know, see like see what see what they do to kind of say okay, this is the end of this. Um, so yeah, no, it's, it's like it's cool. It comes out in March. Uh, I can't remember what March twenty eighth. So uh, oh, I'm gonna be too busy playing the Switch. Of course, yeah, we've got, we've got like, uh, nah, you'll complete Zelda in a day and then that'll be fine. Um, oh, man. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, that's that's cool. Um, but yeah, like, apart from that, uh, what have you been playing, Nico? You've been playing a scary I played, game. You've been playing a scary I game. played such a scary game, I yelled so loud. <laughs> it's called Swap Resident War. Evil V-I-I. Uh, sorry, uh, let me get my notes here. Um, I'm being someone is tapping me on the shoulder, telling me I said the name <laughs> of the game wrong. Uh, it's actually Resident Evil Seven Biohazard slash Biohazard Seven Resident Evil. Uh, that's, I'm not making that up. That's what it's fucking called. <laughs> I don't know this game. Yep, I'm scared. Like I don't know how else to say. It. Like this game yeah. scares the shit out of me. Like like this goddamn. What uh, talk about a return to form? Holy yeah, shit! Yeah, yeah, to- totally, man. Like I think that game looks fucking incredible. It's I will photo just realistic at some points. It's I, like, oh uh, god, yeah, exactly. Like, I, I am just scared to ever put my hands on it. <laughs> like it's got it's my one of my top 10 fears like shoved into a game is like it's fucking weird ramshackled abandoned houses yeah like during the day like they look terrifying like it doesn't matter what time of day it is in this game it's fucking shitty like it's like 
it's so good. It's the most beautiful mess I've yeah. ever seen in a game. It's yeah, like yeah. so good. Like it's, they it, don't. I mean, I don't know. It, it, it looks like PT. I, it, 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 oh, there's like there is the the main little. Okay, so it's like semi spoil. You know, if you if you want to know about Resident Evil Seven lightly, tr- tread cautiously in this part yeah, of the yeah, podcast, sure. maybe for the next fifteen minutes or so. Yeah, like. This game is essentially like it, it, it's the weirdest thing to say. This is Resident Evil One all over again. Yes, so far yeah, yeah. what I'm that's, what I'm feeling here. That's what I've heard. Yes, is um, I've heard it goes some resonant ass evil to, uh, like around about the halfway point or whatever. But like, are you like how far are you in the game at the moment? My my Steam play thing says I played only two hours. It right. feels like I played a lot more, but right, uh, okay. maybe that's just that's actually I'm kind of in. It's kind of cool. But oh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's felt like I've been in there for hours, and it's really only been two hours. Because well, like, I, I guess that I have to play it in chunks. It's exhausting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That you see, that's that's the thing for me. I, I I think to myself like, the reason I loved PT so much was because you you complete that in like one and a half to two hours, and like, I I just I struggle to imagine how an experience like that could sustain itself over like because i heard that game's like eight to ten hours or something like that and i'm just thinking to myself like fuck it like going through that for so long because i mean you know the the, the old resident evil games were like scary at the time you know I, but it was it, there was that distance of like okay it's third person you know yeah like this one it is you know, I, people are playing the this first fucking, person thing. It, adds, dude, it adds so yeah, much to it. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh, it's so claustrophobic feeling sometimes. And they yeah. they they make some rooms so, at the beginning of the of the game. Uh, first of all, very classy move. I gotta give a shout out to no, the word Resident Evil is not on the fucking title screen when you right, first boot okay. up the game, and it's badass. It's like this black screen. It's a start game, or it's like, oh, Fuck, God. Okay. Yeah. Yes, that's, that, <laughs> yeah, I like that. It doesn't have a dude who goes, Resident Evil. <laughs> like, <laughs> which, a little a little sad that guy's gone now, because he's like, he was tradition, but yes, like, you exactly. know. <laughs> he, he would have he, he's not welcome in this tone of game anymore. There's tone now. It's dark as fuck. There's yeah. no... All the anime has now leaked out of this series, and I'm glad <laughs> because it it went full fucking anime in Resident Evil Six, and that was bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, God, it's. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to like. I, I don't want to like ruin moments, so I'm trying to like figure out how to ta- convey some of the yeah, coolness yeah, yeah. of this. Because uh, because I, I I know I know for a fact this game is like all atmosphere. It's like ninety percent atmosphere that's doing this. So like the uh-huh. second playthrough is not going to be the same as this first one. The yes. first initial playthrough is so good. It's like just the initial build up. It, like it it's like it plays like a horror movie. Like it's got the right build up. Like you expect the jump scares mm-hmm. at the at the right times, but you still get fucking terrified. Like yeah uh, yeah yeah yeah. They earn the jump scares so well in them. Like they're so well done, and they. You can move your head. I can't imagine this game in fucking VR. There, there are sections of this game that when you, you ever watched a 3D movie in 2D and you can tell there was a scene that was filmed just for 3D. Yes. Yeah, yeah. There, there's like a handful of scenes I've encountered in this game where. Oh god. Okay. One, one of them is like I, I couldn't imagine doing this in VR because one of them is a lady's face is an inch away from your face and it's an abrupt cut to it and I'm just like yeah, that yeah. would be the biggest. 
fuck you moment in a VR game. I, I, I would throw off the helmet at that stage. <laughs> That's the thing. And I, and I was thinking, because in the game, you can't really move your point of view with the mouse. I have to use a mouse. Yeah. Um, in that scene. So I'm thinking, does that game just force you? Like That game essentially <sighs> grabs you by the head and forces you oh, to stare at this lady God, like that? Like, oh, that's no. her? I, I mean, I don't know. Like, And I, I don't think I don't think the PC version gets VR, so I don't think I'll ever really? have an answer to that question anytime soon. Is it, is I don't it, just, think, is it just PSVR? I believe so, oh, yeah. okay. So, enjoy that. On the, I mean... I mean, I, I just, like, I, I, I don't know. Uh, I, like, you'd be a crazy person to do this in VR, but it's made... <laughs> It, it, like that's it's, the thing. That's the thing, though. Is it's like it's one of these things that I can I I appreciate this level of of like craft, it, like because it's clear that like you know this game looks like unbelievable, and everyone I've heard talk about it says you know like yeah the the horror is paced so unbelievably well, but like you know I I, I appreciate that, but also I just can't imagine myself ever willingly taking that dive on it <laughs> you know uh, uh, like i want to recommend it to people who yeah. even hate horror games because it's just such a fucking experience so far but it's like it's so i mean uh, like i have trouble like it's i had this trouble in the in the trailer version the demo yeah like there are just moments of this game where i can hear shit creaking around this house's sound design is oh my god yeah, it's like yeah. This is like, if you get anxiety in the slightest, you're just going to have a little twinge of it the entire time you're playing because oh, like the, the creaking house sounds are so fucking well recorded and just well <laughs> implemented in the game. The game seems to know when you're standing still trying to up your courage because it does nah, and they just bang on a window or something and it's like, oh god, like, but like, oh, like yeah, it'll be super quiet and dra- like, you can tell it's like this drafty fucked up house and it gets super quiet sometimes and then all of a sudden like the wind will pick up and slam into the window and it's just like fuck the uh, yeah like, yeah oh I mean, it's that, so that's, bad that is that is the kind of shit that pt would do as well and the thing is you know i adored pt like pt is amazing and i, I really enjoyed playing it but that I, I also was playing it with my friend and we were both uh, even then we were both like fucking terrified like we were like i was saying no you play it no you play it and he was like no you're, you're playing it you're fucking playing it um yeah i, so. I would recommend maybe a buddy for this too. yeah, yeah but like yeah. like i'm i'm having a blast like turning off the lights and putting on headphones and oh, putting on the oh, v- virtual surround sound <laughs> on the headphones and it's like it's so <laughs> fucked up like I play it at night, and I have to like I have to like not be loud because people yeah. are sleeping in my house. It's just like, <laughs> but like so there was one where I literally just jumped and I banged both my knees on on the on the bottom of my desk because I just like resisted the yell and I hopped in my chair and I was like, oh god, oh, uh, I do like okay. I, I was loving it. I, I'm there's a weird things I, I should note on the Steam version. This I had controller trouble, like right, okay, insane amounts, like. The build-up was fine to the game, like, the build-up until you... Uh, all Resident Evil games have that kind of initial build-up to the first encounter. Yes. And then, like, and then shit gets real. Then, you know, there's enemies afoot, like, from then on. And and up until the very first encounter of this game, I was having a blast playing it with an Xbox One controller. Mm-hmm. I get to the part where combat is first, go- you know, like, where the screen goes right trigger to hit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, for whatever reason, Steam's, like, settings for the Xbox One controller don't allow it to let you pull the trigger in Resident Evil 7. I don't know what's going on. So when you pull the trigger, the guy just put... 
he puts up his melee weapon all wimpy, <laughs> like, eh. Like, and then it goes right back down. I'm like, I'm like what the fuck is that? Like, yeah. it was like... It's survival and, horror is what is Nico. So I, I did this encounter three times in a row, dying, just, or, like, just every time. I was like, what the... What am I doing? Like, and, you know, that's when the horror breaks, when you... It beats the, like, okay, I, this, this thing I'm fighting is no longer scary because now this is like, what, round three and I know, I now know the rules of this fight because I've died so many times and like. It's the Dark Souls of Resident Evil games. It was like that. That's actually, (laughs) yeah, that's actually a fair point about the combat. It is, it is very dancey now. It's uh, a lot of like, they, they always want you to uh, block. uh, um, What what is, I actually saw a tweet from. Capcom's very own uh, Tim Turry, uh, formerly <laughs> right. of Game Informer, yeah. saying, uh, "Yeah, guys, make sure you block during combat." So you know, <laughs> it sounds like it's a it's a much needed thing. But yeah, so I I couldn't swing my weapon, but I didn't know that because I've never seen footage of this game. I, I kept myself dark as possible, so I didn't actually know anything about the combat. I never did combat in the demo. Yeah, okay. So I'm thinking, uh, I don't know that this is not working, right? So I'm like, "What the fuck is this? This is terrible!" Like. All of a sudden, I'm like, this game is bad. Like, I'm like, <laughs> like, and so I then I fuck around on the uh, the Steam controller settings. Yeah, yeah. And then I change it to to treating my Xbox controller like a generic controller. Okay. I can now swing the weapon in the game. Right. I swing the weapon. Encounter finished. I get to a section of the game where they introduce a gun. Right. I pick up the gun. <laughs> I can't shoot the gun. <laughs> But I can swing melee weapons. I switch back the controller thing to Xbox One. I can't swing the melee weapon. I can shoot the gun. <laughs> so I can't I can't deal with that. So then I said, fuck it. I'm doing mouse and keyboard from then on. But I feel like mouse and keyboard is actually the way to go in in the long run now that I'm playing it this way. Because I, it, it forces you to kind of lean into your computer and it makes it yeah, a little yeah. bit shittier. It's like, ah. Like, yeah, I mean, uh, for, me, for me, it's always like, if I have a choice, like unless it's like a Dark Souls game or something, then I usually go for mouse and keyboard anyway. So, um, yeah, but um, it's the real horrors. The first Dark Souls with a mouse and a keyboard. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> but uh, it's I, I I was gonna like bring up some like encounters and name them, but I don't think I uh, no I don't think I want to like say it so okay. far. Like there uh, jump scares, yes. And there's a lot of them, but they're spaced out so well that you never get sick of them. It's like, I mean, it's, if you don't like horror games, you're probably not going to like this, but it's, if you liked Resident Evil 1, like running around the same location, like it's, it's got the backtracking at a large old house thing. And like, yeah. That usually, I hate backtracking games, but Resident Evil games, they, it works and the repetition becomes like maddening because you run down the same hallway so many times and it's like you know something's gonna get changed up in that hallway yeah, eventually yeah. like you know eventually one of those windows is gonna get busted open or something yeah. or oh god there's a part that i can, I can speak on this part because this part's in the trailer a okay. bunch and i think people play the dude crashes through the wall with that shovel and yeah, it's just yeah. like oh fuck like, <laughs> like i knew that part was coming and you ever you ever play a game and you've seen the trailer and you saw like a very prominent scene in the trailer and you can get a weird sense in your bones like oh shit we're coming up to that scene in the trailer yes, aren't yeah, we yeah, like yeah, in the yeah, game yeah totally I it's... got to that point where I was like dude that guy's coming through the wall right now isn't he like this is that scene like this is that hallway I recognize this and then he did it and I still like screamed and it was yeah, just yeah. like I I I watched the uh, I watched the giant bone quick look of it and Dan Riker also screamed even though that was his third playthrough yeah it's it's that. Dude, that guy is scary. Yeah, yeah. fucking. I don't know uh, what is that character's name. I think his name's Jack. I uh-huh. think they call him Jack. 
God damn. Jack Jack is a really good name for a scary character. He's just a Jack. big He's just a big tall old like southern man. That's terrifying. <laughs> like Oh man. He has a big shovel. He's yeah. walking around a shovel. A big snow shovel. He's uh, god. Yeah, I mean uh, god, and he's fucking he's that guy's fucked up, dude. Just, oh man. It's just oh. <laughs> I want to tell you things, but I can't. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. There are scenes of this game that are just like, whoa, god! Like, oh man, I, uh, I, good, I really, I really want to play. I really want to play it. Uh, Such good gore that, uh, yeah, apparently, yeah. uh, like, oh god, I, I just don't know. It okay? Um, <laughs> I, I don't know if this is even connected to the other ones yet. I know I've been hearing stuff that people are saying, yeah, it kind of is or something. Uh, or, I, I I mean I will admit I did some digging and yes it is there are some connections here and there like there's there's been things where I've been kind of getting ahead of myself with my assumptions and yeah. I've been trying to like kind of like I've been anticipating a twist or something uh-huh. like oh it turns out you're Wesker or something that's not what it is <laughs> and if they do that I will curse this game but that's not what it is you know like yeah. you look in a mirror and it's Albert Wesker oh no like or you know like because. <laughs> To be fair, I haven't seen my character's face yet, so who the fuck knows who I yeah. am? I'm a guy named Ethan. That's all I know. Ethan! You know, like, Ethan just yell Ethan at you. Ethan <laughs> Yeah, it's like, is that a character, though? Is, like, Ethan Wesker? Was that, was that not a guy in Resident Evil? Ethan. Well, in Resident Evil 6, Wesker's son is, like, one of the characters, yeah. but it's like, what's that guy's name? Is it, like, Mark? Uh, I, can't, I can't remember anything about 6. <laughs> I now have to know. Oh um, man! I mean, it's character. Like, it, it is. It is crazy to me that they. Oh, his name's the, Jake. <laughs> Jake. <laughs> it is crazy to me that they they went from six and realized like, okay, this is this is a low point, and then said, okay, we are going to make one of like a genuinely fucking scary ass Resident Evil game. <laughs> you know, like it, it, it's one of those things where. That's happening a lot in this day and age. The AAA game company that kind of influenced all of the indie devs is now taking cues from the indie devs. Yes. Like, yes. this is such, this is so fucking Outlast, it's like not even, yeah, yeah. it totally is. Like, it, yeah. it's, the, the way the graphics look, it looks like Outlast, and the character that who's chasing you reminds me of Outlast. Like, oh man, it's... And did I ever talk about Outlast? Like, that's one of the few games that I could not beat due to, like, I can't deal with the fucking trauma this game I, is putting I, on I, me. I, like, I, I, like I, I watched Adam Sessler play through that back when oh, Red Free Games was a thing. And it was, if you could, if you, if those things, if those that man is a sheet of paper. <laughs> if, if, if those playthroughs are still up, I would highly recommend watching them. It's him and, uh, is it Neil, Neil, Neil Carboni? That sounds right. Yeah. Um, that sounds correct. Uh, and, uh, Dude, that game Outlast yeah. gave, gave me nightmares for like a month. It was just yeah, like, it, it, like fucking... I, I, I was glad I was not playing that game because holy shit, <laughs> you know, like uh, that game. That game does some does some things to your character. I played that. I was I, I was house sitting for my parents, and my parents' house is actually quite a bit like. Well, it's it's not as big as the Resident Evil Seven yeah, yeah, house, my... but it, it, it it's as creaky as the Resident Evil yeah, house. Like yeah. it's very. It, their house breathes quite a bit, and I remember I was house sitting for them, and I had a Mac, I played Outlast on a MacBook, <laughs> crammed up to it, close up, playing it with headphones on in that house, and that is, 
I couldn't do it. I couldn't, I, I couldn't, I got halfway through that game. I got to the point where there was two twins who were naked staring at me through cages saying that they were going to do something to me when I got to them. And I was like, I, I don't know about this guy. Like, I'm going to stay in this cage. Those guys are like seven feet tall and they're both nude and this is like some weird jail and they're like threatening me and the game is suggesting I crawl in their general direction. I don't want to do that. Like, it's just like, yeah. that's what Resident Evil 7 is doing though. It's got those moments where you're like, yeah. Oh god, one of my least favorite tropes in horror games, but I kind of love it too. Is oh, we've unlocked the door for you. you. Open the door, and a dude walks by the door frame. Yeah, yeah. But he, oh. does, but he doesn't pay attention yeah. to you, and it's like oh, oh, <laughs> just like that, you that, have to that, deal with that fucker. That that is a really good thing that some horror games do as well, where it's like you know you have to you know where you have to go, and you know that there's danger like right there. And it's kind of yeah. like calling you along and you know that the only way you can go is through there. And you're just like, oh, I don't want to do this. I really don't want to do this. But you have to. That, yeah. yeah, those jump scares are the ones that I give pe- free passes to because it's not the it's not like they're not getting a cheap scare out of you. The yeah. scare they're giving you some fucking dread where, you yes, know, like yes. you've, been, you've been poked with that stick before. And now you're like, oh, yeah. God, not the stick. <laughs> like, you're just like. It's so like you do feel like you're getting tortured in this game, and it's kind of awesome. Like it's just like I've never. I came out of my second playthrough or my second like because I really do play it in chunks because I yeah, do have to yeah. take breaks just to be like Fuck. I could only I could only play that game maybe about like twenty minutes at a time. <laughs> like I remember the, the first hour of that game, I was I was like, oh my god, I've only been playing an hour. Like that, yeah, yeah, that felt like it took forever. Like it's <laughs> like it's so hard. Like that's a. It doesn't explain itself enough, but I think that's okay in this game because there's so little controls that you'll eventually get it. Like, my my situation is a little bit specific to me because I had a weird controller thing, so that kind of ruined a a bit of that for me at the beginning. But now that I got the mouse and keyboard set up, it's like the the fact that most of the what you, I guess, would consider, I guess, a boss encounter, like, all it says is, you know... R- RT to attack or you know click to attack but there is a little bit more to the combat than that it doesn't tell you and you kind of have to figure that out okay um I was telling you about some a uh, fight in a garage and there was a car involved yeah and um like that encounter took me a second to realize what I had to do it's like it, it's one of those games where it's like don't don't actually shoot you don't need to shoot the thing you're fighting okay. normally like just get the fuck out of the way this game is more like <laughs> okay this game is this game truly is like Resident Evil 1 again, where it's like you're playing Mist or something, like a game like yes, that. Yeah, okay. There's just scary shit in the, on the way to the puzzles. Like, you <laughs> yeah. know, that's really what it is. Okay, cool. And, but, like, that's a good thing. Like, yeah, it's yeah, great yeah, yeah. that we're back to this. It, but um, the controls almost feel like the, like, Resident Evil 4's controls, but obviously with, you know, mouse look. But the way, like, there's quick turnaround and stuff, like the 180 turn. Yeah. Which, holy shit, I can't even imagine that in VR that looks like it would give you a fucking uh just spraying vomit everywhere <laughs> reaction like uh, that looks terrible uh, yeah, yeah. I, I really want to play this in VR because I, I need to know now yes like I need yeah. to but I don't know how much of this game I could go into like there's a yeah uh, I, 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 I I just don't think I would I mean like you, as I've said constantly throughout this segment like I don't think I could handle that at you know like normally like just on a computer screen as opposed like let alone having it on my face <laughs> like it's so just oh god like 
God. I want to recommend yeah. it, but I also don't want to scare people. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> hey, some people like that. If you want if you want scares, then it looks like this is this is a good this is one of the best like iterations of the Resident Evil franchise, it's seeming like, judging from this a lot is, of people. So I mean, it's given where it's come out in the year, this is I can safely say the best game of twenty seventeen <laughs> so far. <laughs> Like, this, this, it's a shoe-in for Nico's Nico's Golden dude, Pumpkin. I mean, it's Demo won the Golden Pumpkin Award. <laughs> like, this is... Oh, man. I got scared all over again. You do recreate the uh, VHS tape you initially play in okay. that demo, too. The guy's doing their... Uh, it turns out to be an internet show, I find. All right, I found okay. from a newspaper clipping. It's writing on games. Yeah. <laughs> this is writing on spooky games. Hamish Black's house to a spooky house tour. This is, uh, this is a scary, scary game. God, I just, oh, the, oh, God, sorry that there's people doing construction outside now and just, God, I hope you can't hear that. Um, this is just hammering. This is, sorry, there's this guy smacking a hammer, but yeah, this game, uh, like I was playing it last night. It's left me a little rattled. Like the weird yeah, noises yeah. are making me jump and shit. Yeah, and, yeah. Oh, man. Well, I mean, it's, it sounds like it's doing it's, it's doing it right. Like, it's doing the things it wants to do right. Like, that, I mean... It's everything it promised so far. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's kind of... This is kind of weird, because it's Capcom, and usually they <laughs> let me down in crazy-ass ways. Yep. Well, I feel like a year ago, I was talking about how, like, I've never felt such weird mixed emotions about a game like Street Fighter V. Like... <laughs> that game was a horror in its own right but this is the real survival horror yeah yeah totally it still says you are dead when you die gotta point that out that's good (laughs) the stuff that matters is still in the game Uh, Uh, herbs are still there the way the way the you are dead thing comes up on screen is cool though like the font they use is like really it's it's stark it like because you know before it was that kind of cheesy like blood splatter effect or whatever but here it's just like you are dead and we painted the words you are dead with your blood yeah exactly yeah but here it's just like fucking just you are fucking just dead like um so you're and your guy you die your guy like gurgles and shit and he kind of drops like he's like oh it's like that's a painful sound of death your guy gets he really does like go ooh and he dies and it's just like oh man ooh I hate to be right now <laughs> that's oh, hurting the morning you God, are dead God I dying in VR man <laughs> I just, that's a weird like existential I, thing I don't want to think that, about yeah. <laughs> weird, oh, like, man. Oh, it's uh, weird to think like Dan Reichert has died virtually <laughs> <laughs> like that's like a thing like I don't know like, it's like multiple people have now like have had simulated death at the hands of an old man with a shovel and shit. Like, like, they, 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 they have had an old man swing a shovel at their face. Like, dude, he grabs you by the face and says, "Come here, boy." And it's like, oh man, like if he grabs you, that shit sucks. They make yeah. sure any anytime you're getting chased in that game, they make sure that before you even get hurt by the by the person who's pursuing you, it's that they turn around and go, ooga booga booga before they attack you. <laughs> like, like, that's, like, like, without fail, they the old guy will grab you, turn you around so you're face to face with him, and then you can run away. Oh, <laughs> it's like, oh God. God. 
<laughs> and it doesn't get any better. Like, like he, he got me like seven times in a row when I was getting used to the controls on the initial chase. And I was yeah. like, oh, God. Oh, God. Like, every time he grabbed me, I was like, no, stop, please. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, and the, everything about it is good. You feel so useless in that game. Like, your yeah. character is just getting by. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's exactly what you want from a game like that. The block button puts up this animation that I love. With your, your it just does this first preview of your your hands putting yeah. up in this really weak fucking gesture. It's like, uh, like it's like, oh, god, it's so good. Uh, and it kind of gets across, you know, like, could you really block something like that? Well, that's the best thing. Even when your blocks are successful, you're you're still getting carved up and stuff. Yeah. Like, like you're blocking someone with a knife. Like, and, and it's just like you're just grabbing the knife by the blade. It's not really. Oh. God. At least it's at least you're not getting stabbed, but you're just kind of holding the blade. It's like that still hurts. <laughs> they do they do the Far Cry thing for the healing animations I've seen, where they just like pour some stuff, some nondescript oh stuff on their hand. Yeah. Oh god. And you can do that when you're fully healed, and that sucks because I've accidentally <laughs> hit that key once or twice, and in the middle of a fight, that is the worst thing you can do. <laughs> just let me preemptively heal this wound that doesn't exist yet. Oh god. Okay. There is a. There is like a scene where it's like a like a it, the control is taken away from you and something happens and there's and the, and then you're told to heal but I'm just thinking like you can't just pour like peroxide on that and call it a day like, like there was there's like an injury in this game where I'm just like you gotta you gotta like bandage that up or something like it's like this, this guy wouldn't last two hours with this one injury he gets and it's like something happens I'm like oh oh what okay like. It's ma- it's magical cement. It heals the wound. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, this is the this is the series where they're like, you know, oh god, he got bit. He's a zombie, but for some reason, your main character gets chewed <laughs> yeah. up the entire game, and you're fine. Like, yeah, exactly. Rub rub a tree on it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you've got you've got herbs, herbal <laughs> remedies. This is this is. Uh, oh re- my god, they've. I don't know if this is an old mechanic, and I might be just drawing a blank here, but I think they've done something great with the item pickup. Really. For the, the herbs and stuff are there, but now they are like the lowest tier healing item because okay. they have first aid juice. I don't really know what the hell it is. You just <laughs> you just pour it on yourself. And I haven't actually seen an animation for like the plant yet. I wonder if he okay. just pulls out a. I wonder if he just pulls it out and shoves it on his hand. I don't know what he does, <laughs> but just uh, just puts it in front of his face and then shoves it into his face. Just Ow. chews it. Ow. <laughs> just like gulps it. Mm. <laughs> Just have the the solid snake. That's damn good. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Just, and think how much more immersive that would be in VR. <laughs> if you Ow. hit if you uh, hit the pause menu and you spin Ethan around and then you unpause the game, he immediately throws up. <laughs> yeah, um, that's the horror. Yeah, that's that's realism. You need. Uh, <laughs> um, there's a, there's a little uh, is this a mechanic? I guess or there's an item called chem like. Chemical liquid. There's like a chemical liquid bags you can pick up. Right. Okay. And they're made for crafting. So what you do is you either get the herb and the and that chemical juice. You put them together and it makes the first aid juice. Yeah. Okay. And, or you find gunpowder in that chemical juice and then you can make handgun bullets. Okay. And I'm not sure if the older games did this or not, but that creates a great section where it's yeah. like you have to decide. All right, do I want bullets or do I want health? Because sometimes you need to, you know, the crafting only works and that chemical juice doesn't do shit by itself. So yeah, far. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. So it does create this kind of crossroads every time you pick up items. There's locked cabinets all over this game. 
Right. And you pick up lock picks that break after one use. Stuff like that. <laughs> cool. And I'm one I'm wondering, is it possible like like are there lock are there enough lock picks in the game for every locked thing? Or is it like one of those like, oh well this playthrough you gotta do this. Oh, you missed that cabinet with this in it, or like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I don't know yet if that's what the case is, but I would kinda love that if it yeah. was. Like it, like Oh man! Yeah, I love I love like, stuff like that. Like every, everything you're saying about this game just makes me think, like, man, this sounds so good. <laughs> but Dude, whoever, whoever, I don't know who made this. Like, I, I didn't really do any research on like who yeah, was in yeah, charge of this project. But whoever did this is like, you did good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what the yeah, fuck? Just, like, what the hell? Because I mean, was it was it? What this was started the off as the made? kitchen demo. Remember the the kitchen yeah. demo for the VR thing that everyone was hyped up about, where you put on the VR set and someone stabs you in a kitchen. Like, that was, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what this was, <laughs> and now it's this, and it's fucking awesome. It's like <laughs> I, I can't even. It, it, I've never played something that's so not Resident Evil in aesthetics. Yes, but yeah, but the totally whole Resident game Evil is fucking and, Resident Evil. Yes. Yeah, it's like, oh my god. Yeah, because that, that was that was one of the things that I was thinking, like, before this came out, I was like, this looks so different. Uh, like, uh, it, it, the way they kind of handled it before release, like, I completely forgot that this was coming out, like, so soon. And the way they were handling it, it kind of made it seem like, hmm, maybe they're not focusing on this because maybe it's not going to be so good and and then it as it turns out it comes out and everyone really fucking loves it you know is uh yeah i don't know i mean uh the director on this is a guy called koshi nakanishi and i can't i don't know if he's done anything else so that's well, um, god damn this is a banger of a first project if this is your first one man yeah like, yeah yeah <laughs> totally, totally. <laughs> uh um, this is I, I, God, I, I can't wait to get back to this game, but I also can't wait till it's over because it's terrifying. Yeah, it's like- yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah, I mean, it's it's just the whole thing of like, part of the problem with six for me was just like, it's the worldwide thing that's, you know, your globetrotting adventure. And it's like, when you have that scale, you're like, this isn't, you know, like, it's like you say, it's it's returning it to the, the, the first game, like have it in a house have it in something yeah. that have it in something that you can understand like you know have it something have it be something as like as small as that so that you caught like so that feeling of entrapment is like the key thing there because when you're going from like country to country and narrative to narrative it's like it's impossible to maintain any kind of tension because you're just like okay this section will be over soon and then i will be out of here you know is <laughs> um as opposed to Got this it. where yeah i don't know well, it, it's like a mixture of Resident Evil 1, but then they've also just injected in the, the nemesis thing of yeah, there yeah. is an active pursuer in this house, and I think he can actually kind of interrupt random things. Like, oh, it's fuck. the clock okay. tower thing. <laughs> where That's the thing. I never feel safe just standing still in this game. Yeah, yeah. Also, um, does not pause for inventory. Oh, so, fuck. Oh, no. Fuck. Oh, no. So you can just be fucking about with your inventory, and I got I got caught once and it was not fun <laughs> it's like i was like i didn't know i didn't know the game could do this and i wasn't ready like i was just like oh god um the stealth is a bit funny yeah um just in the sense that it's hard to get a sense of how seeable you are yeah, it, it seems ste- to be stealth in first person is always like that though you know like yeah, yeah. it's I, i'm not sure like do they have a cone is it 
uh, I can never tell with these newfangled games with their fancy engines where you can move every single object in the room because is that meant to make noise so that people find me or is that just the game showing off? Because, you know, some <laughs> games do... Some games are like, oh, he heard that bottle you walked over and some of them are like, ah, oh, that bottle just made a sound, but he didn't hear it. Like, yeah, yeah. I've yet to see how sound works, but God, it's... They let you know where that guy is, <laughs> but you hear that guy stomping around with, and you just hear creaking wood and... Oh, man... <laughs> There are parts where, oh, you, there's sec- there's sections, there's a shortcut that you find that is like just a hole that opens up on the floor to run underneath the house and then run back up to another section of it. And it's just like, you can hear him walking above you sometimes and you're un- going under there and it's just like at any moment you just feel like he could grab you. Yeah, oh, God. That, that game oh. makes you feel like it, the game is going to do shit that the game probably can't even do. Yes, like, that's yeah, so yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. It's like, is like you don't know the rules like that guy busted through a wall that looked pretty good like like <laughs> anything's possible like i'm just waiting for the next wall to explode or yeah something. yeah i mean that, that is you know that's again it's the thing of you know having it in a kind of small house that the, the idea of having the family living there like is nice because they will know the layout so it's like that yeah. constant thing of like they know they probably know where you are like most of the time and, and they're you, not trying you, to be quiet or anything. Yeah. They're like yelling. They're like they're they. So it's like when they're looking for you. Normally, they're pretty silent, but you can hear them like breathing. And but if they ever get a sight of you and you run away, and then you then they lose sight of you. Yeah. Then uh-huh. they'll start walking around like talking, and it's like oh, God. It's that doesn't make it any better. <laughs> That's the thing. It's like you don't want to bump into them ever because like the the gun is the gun. It's classic Resident Evil gun. It's like just like. Fuck this thing. Yeah, it's a pea shooter. <laughs> yeah, it's like a pea shooter that every once in a while it's like, oh, that, that made him stagger. Good. Now I can maybe run away because I have an inch yeah, gain yeah. on him. And you've got like three bullets, <laughs> but it takes like oh, seven God. bullets to take them down or whatever. Yeah, the, yeah. I felt like such a champ uh, during one section because I had like 32 bullets and uh-huh. then I, I overreacted and that clip was empty. <laughs> and <laughs> that was when I realized, oh, maybe I just should run the fuck away. Like, it's yeah. just... Oh God! It's, it, I love it. It's interesting because uh, I'm reading now that the the narrative designer uh, worked. He was the writer of the of the two expansion packs of Fear, and one of the narrative designers of Spec Ops: The Line, which Hell yeah. you know, like perfect. <laughs> like, you know, that guy clearly gets horror. I mean, Spec Ops: The Line is a horror game in a lot of ways, you know. And um, you know, if you have the guy that designed the narrative of that like then you know you're, he you're did good. the narrative of the fear expansions too yeah he wrote them yeah that's cool because those were really plot heavy actually they got yeah, retconned yeah. unfortunately though because they were actually good <laughs> at one point yeah, yeah that's it that, that series was going down a road that was cool and then a certain triple a dev came in and was <laughs> like hey you should change up the story maybe anyways <laughs> resident evil 7 yes it's uh go Go get on the the, the ghost train because it's a spooky city and it's very fun. <laughs> Be sure to to stick around until the end of the year to see if it wins Nico's prestigious Golden Pumpkin Award. And yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it. I mean, spe- yeah, spe- yeah. Spe- speaking of um, go- going the completely other way in terms of tone, I <laughs> have been playing. A game. I've been playing a, a an old game uh, that 
came out. An old game. An old game that came out just the other day, came out just yesterday. Um, I, I'm talking, of course, about Yakuza 0, which is... Uh, when did that come out in Japan? Because Yakuza games are always like, you know, they, they come out in Japan and then it's like years later they come out in... Uh, uh, okay, so so in Japan it came out in uh, March of 2015 and it came out here yesterday, so about a couple of years after. Um, yeah, I've been playing Yakuza 0 and I'm not far in it um, because, you know, I, I've been working on this fucking Hitman video. Uh, I've played about the first hour and a half. I've kind of gotten the, the intro... I've gotten past the intro part where, you know, it's setting up the, the whole plot and everything. Um, and... Yeah, I am, um, you know, obviously, like, I'm not far enough in to say, like, this is a great fucking video game, but so far it has been exactly what I want from a Yakuza game, which is, you know, it, like, a really good Japanese gangster, like, like, a, a Japanese gangster, like, film writing levels, you know, um... I, like there's there are some super great eighties Japanese gangsters in this. Like uh it, yeah. just, just, it, oh, it's really good. Um AKA the definition of cool. Yes, yes. Uh, like total just you know just effortless and and th- that is one thing that kind of, you know th- the writing feels very effortless in this, which is weird for a game that is so fucking bonkers in so many other different ways because this is a game where like one of the one of the first missions you do is you meet up with a friend and go and do karaoke which is it's like you know it's a rhythm game you know you hit the buttons in time and stuff um but (laughs) like it starts (laughs) off with you just singing into a microphone and then it turns into you and your friend doing like become glam rockers playing guitars and like crooning these things you know like uh i can't remember any lyrics but it's uh you know it's like this kind of like total fucking butt rock stuff and it's it's brilliant you just think like this is so much fun um like and, and that's 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 one that's one thing about the yakuza games they are they are unabashedly just fun and even when they get like serious in terms of their story like the the kind of plot of this is that you know there's a, the, like it's it's a prequel to yakuza you know this yakuza zero it's the before the first yakuza so it's uh like the, the thing is it starts off with you kind of working this guy over like you're you're beating up this guy uh to collect for a loan shark um and then later on like after after a while, it's revealed that the guy you worked over uh, was found dead in that same spot. And so, like, you are trying to deal with the idea of, like, you know, you're, you, like, the Yakuza, the Yakuza bosses all think it's you, and that all gets tied into, you know, this is all about a land grab, and then it's about the internal politics of the Yakuza, and how, like, these people are all trying to use the Yakuza protocols to frame you in order to then get their own shot at power from the guy that brought you in and stuff like that and it's like this kind of super serious kind of um you know uh like super serious kind of picture of the power dynamics within the yakuza and stuff and it's it, it has all the kind of really interesting world building things like you know 
the the kid like the guy died because he got shot in the head and it's like like who the fuck gave you a gun you know like it's it, like it's the idea that guns guns in this game are like it's the same thing with sleeping dogs as well like uh you know guns are like you know it's not like a gta thing or whatever where you just get guns like guns are like holy shit you got a fucking gun like it's you know what what the fuck <laughs> happened there like um and awesome. uh you, you know it's, it's it's like there's a lot of interesting stuff like that but it's also countered with you know like i say the karaoke stuff the fact that you go to like mystery vending machines you i, I think you can go to like pachinko parlor parlors and stuff um and uh like sega arcades you can play like space harrier and all that shit like uh, but it, but then you also have like the when you're wandering around the streets you have like random encounters where like thugs will come up to you and you'll go into like this kind of instance where you're fighting like two or three guys and the combat is really satisfying it's the punches are really heavy um and then you get all these really dumb special moves where like you pick up items and then like you you throw there's one where you throw a throw a trash can into the air and then uppercut a guy so his head hits the trash can and breaks it into pieces (laughs) like it's like it's all kind of stuff like that like you you um you know you throw bikes at people and stuff and it's, it's all like super satisfying and to me it's like i said it before but like the yakuza series is like if Shenmue was a good video game, <laughs> like if, if Shenmue was a game that you wanted to play, and this seems to be going down that same route. And like one of the main reasons I'm excited for getting this Hitman video finished, obviously, is that you know I want to get the video finished and get it out there to people. But I'm also just like I really want to play more Yakuza because <laughs> I fuck I like I like I, I played Yakuza three and like yakuza 3 was the last one i played like I, i've kind of kept up with the series here and there but it's it's always been like uh it's coming out in japan and then it's not coming out here for years later and i never yeah actually, don't we do we have like a three-year lag or something on these well, games well, that's, well this one this one seems like a short one compared compared to the other ones because i think yakuza 5 came out and that was like that came out in like 2013 oh there's but, a five I thought yeah. I thought it went to four and then the, oh god I'm so I have a, I have four and I thought I had the newest one what the no, hell no, like uh, yeah so it's they because they, they had Yakuza five and they also had that zombie one <laughs> like wait, what yeah they, they they released that zombie game where it's like all the characters and stuff but they've got to fight a zombie outbreak. <laughs> I, what the fuck is that game called? I want that. What well, the hell? let me let me let me check. Uh, yakuza zombies that's that's like the best uh, yeah, yeah yakuza, like of- yakuza dead souls <laughs> <laughs> this is great uh, that's the, the game is set during a zombie outbreak in camarocho a big departure from the storyline of the series to this point <laughs> a big departure huh? <laughs> uh there's a man with a chain gun arm yep 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 it's really really like i, I haven't played it but i really want to play it so uh yeah yeah it's um oh god this series man like and that's the thing like they can do these they can do things like that because like the series is not grounded enough like it's not 
just trying to tell you a good story like even when they go into like super serious moments like in terms of you know the the power plays of the yakuza and stuff it's all shit like it's done in the most like over dramatic way where it's like on top of a fucking building like the skyscraper in the rain and they're all fucking shirtless and stuff like that and they're all just like punching each other like it's it's like a soap opera or something like that you know it's but it, it it's so ostentatious and so like um out there that it's just it's just fun to experience like you know even when you're even when there's a long lots of times where you're just kind of like just pressing x through dialogue and stuff like the dialogue is really well written like it's uh but there's just so much like dumb stuff whereas like you come you come across a character called aging foreigner um like who's just this drunk guy who looks like some japanese guy drew what an american looked like without ever having seen anyone outside of japan before <laughs> like um and uh and like the voice acting is all in japanese and stuff like that apart from the aging foreigner who just kind of goes yes every so often <laughs> it's, um that's, but like that's he, he he like <laughs> there's a bit where he is getting um approached by loan sharks and stuff and he is with his friend who's who's a like who's who's another old drunk guy and um and the guy's like oh if 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 my friend fights this guy and wins then okay i i don't have to pay the money and the guy's like hey this guy's really big and stuff he's he's gonna be able to take you um so like it goes to a cut scene where where the boxer like well the 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 the, the, the old guy's friend turns out to be like a boxer and like totally dodges everything and like knocks him out and it just kind of does this like pan like to the super fast pan to kiryu the main character the guy you play as where he just goes that's rad (laughs) (laughs) just like and then he learns that move for some reason oh it's like like so much dumb shit like that and it just makes it an absolute joy to just be in that world and experience it and stuff um and it's things like uh you know when you're when like you're walking along with your friends and uh and you come across like two drunk guys kind of arguing or whatever and uh you know you're thinking like okay i've got this is my district i've got to kind of make sure that this the order is kept and like the drunk guys are having the dumbest argument of all and uh <laughs> and kiryu goes up to them and challenges them to a fight and then it just comes up on the screen saying the enemies that you're fighting it just comes up drunkards <laughs> like <laughs> it's just stuff like that and it's uh yeah i, I don't know i'm I, like what i've experienced in this game so far has been a blast and knowing where yakuza games go it's uh, and and knowing what other people have said about this game in particular like it, i'm i'm very very excited to to see where it goes from from here so yeah it's uh that's that's, that's another game i guess <laughs> um yeah i i need to i need to like hunker down one day and do like a who's a playthrough not not like a playthrough but mm-hmm. like just kind of just see what their bearings about. with because I, yeah, I, I feel like I've started Yakuza Four like eight times, <laughs> like, <laughs> and yeah, I just can't. It, it's so wordy. I feel like yes, I read a book. Yes, it, it, like it, it, it is very slow to get into things. Like, uh, it's, it's it's nowhere near as bad as three was for that. Because three, like, was one where you're running an orphanage, and like for the first like two or three hours, <laughs> it's basically just you 
doing shit in that orphanage and <laughs> you're just like this is meant to be like a, a kind of big gangster like thing or whatever and it's but um you know it's, it's it's still got that element of just it's not afraid to you know get you acquainted with the the world and the wacky shit you can do in it uh, before letting you in on the kind of you know the deeper plot going on it's, it's it makes a big thing about introducing its characters like every time you come across a new character it has like a freeze frame on them and it comes up with their name and their occupation and stuff like it wants you to know these characters um so that when the things like the power dynamics of the people within the family and stuff like that come up like you know okay this person like you have an idea of why this person is doing this thing and everything so yeah it's it's not afraid to like draw out things and i think ultimately that works in its favor but it can feel a little bit like come on okay i get it you know but um but yeah these, I, game, these games are never like well they're they're never like perfect right i mean what no, game no, no, is no. but like like yakuza games are kind of like they're, at they're least pretty, four was felt kind of rough yes, not, not like yeah. rough but like a little bit uh let they feel like they didn't have all the money in the world to make these yeah, games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that's a good I mean, way to put the, it. The thing is, like, Yakuza Zero especially, like, looks really good. Like, to me anyway, like, um, the, the, the animations aren't great, like, in terms of, like, facial animations and stuff. They're a bit kind of weird, and the cutscenes are often, like, they have this really weird thing where some of the cutscenes are in this weird filter, and it's, like, it, it's, it's almost like a comic strip, but the faces kind of still move and it's like going up to these characters like close up and having them say their thing but their mouths aren't moving but their faces are kind of moving a little bit and it's it's, it's weird there's a lot of weird stuff like that and um like the, the world the world does not feel it's, it's not like a living breathing open world or whatever it's you know usually you're you're going along like a very set path but you can kind of go a little bit off the beaten path here and there to see like a shop or an arcade or something like that like it's not it's not like it's not your it's not a gta thing like it's uh and it never has been you know but i kind of like that about it it's kind of its own thing even if even if that thing isn't necessary isn't necessarily as streamlined as other experiences that look similar if that makes sense so yeah uh, yeah i don't know it's it, it, it at the very least it's incredibly intriguing to me and but i'm also you know i i having played previous yakuza games like i i'm i know what i'm getting into and stuff and uh and i'm still i'm still very excited for it it's a very funny game it's it's also very well written and the it 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 handles the japanese gangster thing right you know um it's like it has that kind of effortless sense of cool that i mean you know takeshi kitano is in this game i I haven't come across him yet but he's been in the trailers and stuff and it's that kind of like you know it it, like you know it it feels very like have you have you ever watched any takeshi kitano films um i mean if i have i i wasn't aware well, i was yeah but, i mean it's, uh, you know he, he, takeshi kitano he, i mean oh wait 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 beat takeshi yeah right? beat, beat takeshi yeah sorry yeah oh uh, yeah yeah of course uh yeah 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 sorry it's, i always forget his uh, i've got his fucking nes game too <laughs> yeah exactly and if if you have that you know that that game is like is ostensibly a, you you deal with the yakuza in that game but that game you is owe not- the money at some point and <laughs> 
that, that game is ridiculous. You, yes, get, you exactly. tell you you, yeah. you 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 like divorce your wife in that game, and then you like fly in an airplane away. It's like the weirdest game. Like yeah, I, you, I got it running once before my 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 rig for playing Japanese NES games kind of went kaput. But yeah, like, yeah. I mean, that, but, but that, that game is made by someone who never played or, or by a very outsider designer yeah, like, yeah 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 apparently he had his fingers in that game like yeah, he was no, giving of him course yeah suggestions on what to do <laughs> but you it's know like it, kojima-esque in yeah a weird yeah way. but it's, but yakuza is kind of like that in a lot of ways where it's like it's you you think it should be one thing but then it just goes no actually we're going totally surreal with this like it's, it's nowhere near the levels of you know like like because that you know that beat takeshi game is like anti-player like that is not designed for you know for a player to play pick up and play that and say this is a fun video game or whatever like yakuza is is fun it's fun to play but it's also like you know it's not afraid to kind of you know have you expect one thing and then go completely another direction with it so yeah it's 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 at the very at the very least like i really like yakuza but at the very least even if you're not like huge on it you have to admit that it's like it's in, in it, it, it's an incredibly unique experience and like it, i feel like that should just kind of i feel like that should be applauded in a lot of ways you know so um yeah yeah that's that's yakuza i guess uh, i will be playing more of that <laughs> um so yeah i love it i love the quirk yeah exactly it's it's great it's really really good um so yeah um apart from that i haven't i haven't been playing anything have you been playing anything else or um yeah um uh hmm. yeah two other quick things right, i didn't okay. play well swap fours out oh yeah yeah, uh, yeah, yeah which, sure. which i found out the way i found out was amazing because it was just like <laughs> like like i saw that it popped up on twitter like so many like yeah like all of a sudden like like I refreshed my Twitter page and it would, every other tweet said something about Swap Four, and I was like, "Oh, that's fucking weird." And then, and then, just as as you sent it to me, I clicked a link to the Good Old Games page saying it's on Good Old Games now, and I was like, "Oh my god, all four of the Swap games are on there!" And I was like, "Oh yeah!" Like, and so I bought all of them, fifteen bucks for all four. Fucking yeah, let's do it, and just like. You know, I, I was only there for four, but, you know, the other ones. I like Police Quest in its own weird old way, so. Yeah. Might as well have the whole set. Yes, but exactly. Fucking SWAT 4, man. Oh, my God. It's what Rainbow Six Siege is carrying the torch of, honestly. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, without the uh, getting to command a cool squad and having them do all the work for you, and it's amazing, and it's just like, I don't know, it's... By today's standards, you know, if you were born in a certain era, I could see how this game is like, who, who fucking cares about SWAT yeah. 4? But SWAT 4 was cool, man, when it came out. It's like poli- It's like SWAT procedural game. Like, mm-hmm. like as in, like, you go according to procedure. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, you, there's a yell at people to get on the ground button. And, like, <laughs> and, and, th- and then you have to equip handcuffs and you have to handcuff the guy. Then you have to report that that guy has been handcuffed. You know, like yeah, it's, yeah. But it's cool. Like it's 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 awesome. You're, you're like the leader of a SWAT team, and you go in and you. It's different missions. Like you know, Sweet. first level is a Chinese restaurant, I believe, and this guy's got a designer Uzi or something. You got to take off of him and got to bring him in. And it's 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 a classic. It's a modern classic, if there ever was one. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, if you have PC, it, you should own this game. Yeah, I mean, it, like, it, 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 like I never played it, but you know, I I I always knew that like people were you know kind of crazy about it and were like constantly wanting it to be brought on like brought back to, like through good old games and stuff it got um, left behind in the old pre-digital era it's yeah, weird yeah. it's one of those few games yeah yeah um but like you know i so like, i yeah I, I i bought it i haven't played it but i am very much looking forward to, to i think you'll it. like it yeah yeah do, do do the tutorial it's not very long uh just so you it, it's got there's a lot of it spreads your keyboard out quite a bit like you'll be tapping insert home and page up keys quite a bit and stuff like that and but you know, in a first-person shooter, it feels funny. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it feels a lot more old school. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it is from the two thousands. It's not like we're not saying it's like a nineties game here. Like it's yeah, it's, it's not, it's, very, it's, it's, it's it's not kind of exactly the, esoteric in, in the way you have to play it. But yeah. it's like you'll see how to, it's. If you go into it shooting people, you're gonna have the worst game, and you're gonna think it's the <laughs> shittiest game. You, you get chewed out for killing people. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like your superiors duck you points and stuff. Yeah, the whole I mean, point is you. Every mission is depending on the difficulty. It's like uh, like if you're on normal, you have to get fifty points at least. But you you start. It's like a scorecard where you start off with a hundred and they take shit off for stuff you mess up on. So if you um, don't detain somebody with handcuffs, if you've neutralized them by literally shooting them in the face, you get docked points and you may not actually pass the levels. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, and you also have to detain uh, civilians and stuff like that too. Uh-huh. You have to tie them up as well or handcuff them. Yeah. I mean, like stuff, yeah. stuff like that's like you know, it, it's it's a police sim. You know, it's it's, it's like, straight up police sim. And I I want to say that the guy who does the tutorial is an actual SWAT team like trainer yeah, guy. Yeah, cool. I mean, and it makes it so good. Like you can tell by his voiceover, like this man isn't a voice actor. It's yeah, great. yeah. Like, I mean, because because um, the thing is, like that original SWAT is like totally different. It's it's not. It's it's like a point and click thing almost. It's because SWAT is a spin-off of Police Quest, which yes. is just straight up police adventure games, like yeah. old school point and click, which those games are fucking great in their own right, and they usually go for pennies on good old games. Yeah. So I mean, you know, it's a it's a nineties adventure game, so yeah, tread cautiously. I, exactly. But I mean, like, you know, those those games all seem like even like that that's that first SWAT game, I mean I, I watched, you know, uh Vinny from Giant Bomb play that with um fucking Dave, what's his face? Um the guy that used to be there. Um I can't remember. Dave Lang. No, no, Dave Lang. Uh fuck. What's his name? I can't remember. It doesn't matter. But like they were playing it and uh, you know, it it seemed it seemed to have like a real sense of, you know, like this was kind of made under the supervision of people that actually do this you know because it was yeah, like it, it totally is if, if you if you don't if you don't do this by the book then you know you are you know you're gonna get chewed out because like you know if you're a fucking SWAT guy then that's completely dependent on teamwork and like guide like you know pre-planning and everything and if you don't go exactly by that plan then people can die and you you know yep. always check your doors i, I <laughs> learned in this tutorial the guy says every the majority of swat uh team member fatalities all happen in doorways yeah 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 and i was like fuck that's that makes sense and I, it's like, <laughs> i was like learning i don't know like it's cool i like games like this yeah totally it, yeah it, it, i guess you would almost call this hobby grade for people who love the cops you know like <laughs> 
because like you know like 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 you know <laughs> this like blue lives matter fucking propaganda no 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 no, 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 no i was about to say like i was about to say like you know political shit aside in the moment like you yes, know there, yes, there is yeah, an aspect yeah. to the cops that you know like little kids like the cops yes, like, yes. like in the firemen it's a cool looking job when you're five you know and this touches on that little innocent yes. part of it. Uh-huh. You're not don't come into this game if you're expecting fucking political fucking commentary. That I mean, the guy literally keep says your politics trailer, like, you know, in my games, man. The, the cop who's talking, you know, for you know whatever you think of the cops. Yeah, this game's yeah, yeah. outlook on the police is we're here to save lives, not kill people. Yes. Whatever you think normally that doesn't apply to SWAT four. It's yeah, SWAT yeah, four yeah. is like save people. That's the game. It's yeah. it doesn't have a sense of humor about it. So, like, it it's you know it's. It's not glorifying the police, but it's not. It's not, it's not trying to uh, throw them under the bus either. I guess. It's yeah, just, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, yeah. It's one of those things that you know that the real police will do that themselves anyway. <laughs> you know, it's uh, yeah. Real life is its own thing, yes, but yes. you know, uh, uh, SWAT Four is just like, hey, save human lives. That's it's, that, it's that's de- it's designed as a simulator, which is you know, cold and distant and stuff. You know, so um, yeah, yeah. Simulations and. Uh, the older you get, I swear to you, I promise you this, because I was, I was like this one time when I was way younger. Simulations get better the older you get. I don't know oh, what yeah, it of is. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, know what sure. it is. The older I get, the more I can sit down and play a simulation. Longer. I mean, like, I, my 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 whole thing with simulations is like, you know, I, I I will I will install this game, and I will play it normally. Like I will play it as it's intended, and then I will try to also break it in as many ways as I possibly can. <laughs> you know, it's like my oh, thing yeah. with simulators is. I love the fact that they present, like, I, I'm one of those people that can have fun, like, you know, driving around in American Truck Simulator and causing fucking havoc and stuff and get to, you know, costing my employer fucking thousands and thousands of pounds and damages. Um, but also I'm the kind of guy that can just say, okay, I'm going to take this truck and I'm going to go to my destination and i am going to play this game as intended because this is really really fun <laughs> yeah that's so. that's if if you want that experience go play swat 4 because you will find yourself getting really into like snapping up that quick menu and yeah, being yeah. like all right we need to flashbang and clear the room and it's like uh, th- I, I cannot I, it's been so long since i played this originally like my my dad had a copy of this like a box copy yeah. it's cool and it was like we played it and you know for you know controls back then you, you had no reference so controls felt fine back then i feel like they've been modernized for this re i can't remember if this is a re-release or not because i remember swat four gold is a thing yes yeah i mean it's like four so yeah. maybe it maybe the controls were always this badass but it's something uh, that the, con- the control options make it uh, the way they're worded on the options make it seem like they've changed things up for this release but if they have they've done an amazing job because it it plays so well yeah, like yeah cool uh every you can do like half the um the main controls like shooting your gun which shooting your gun or activating whatever equipable item uh yelling at people like to to settle down which is a huge actual important yeah, key yeah, in the yeah. game slash the use button are the middle key on your mouse and right click is like this mini menu that tells the rest of your squad what to do and it all all three of those things on one mouse is like perfect that's like such a sweet spot and i actually can't remember if the original game was like that but if it wasn't this is the way to play it like it's so just just play it yeah it looks old as fuck 
there's gonna be like screen tearing and stuff depending on how you run it but you know what it's still beautiful yeah, like yeah. who fucking cares yeah like it's <laughs> it's great yeah. my, my, mine is tearing like a motherfucker and I have it running on all cylinders because it's old as shit and I don't care because it's just how I remember it but if not yeah. better yeah totally yeah it's, it's yeah so yeah, that sounds, yeah. That sounds great I, I'm I'm very very excited to check that out holy shit yeah it's it's very very fun it's got uh, the hitman itis where you beat one mission you go fuck man I want to improve my score again. Yeah. like it's like <laughs> I, I already I lost I lost a dude in my first hallway in that game and I was like God I, we we have to restart I need to save this man's life like <laughs> oh man that that was one thing um when I was playing Hitman I finally hit mastery level twenty for the Paris thing but and, and I was like cool. yeah okay I'm 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 doing this for the rest of the maps <laughs> like I'm, I'm Ooh, going I gotta to get yeah, mastery but... on a map I haven't done it yet either oh man oh. it feels so good feels so good um you know what doesn't feel good though what. Overwatch capture the flag. Oh fuck! Oh god! Yeah, I remember you saying that. Oh no! Yeah. Oh no! I like how a week or two ago we like predicted this accidentally. Yeah, where... yeah. I, you, well, I, mean, I, I don't it... know if we talked about this on the podcast though. Like we were talking about CTF and Overwatch. I feel at some point where we just like, right. man, I wish it had CTF. And it was like, and then like a week and a half later, a leak comes out, and <laughs> it's exactly what's happening. Unfortunately. Oh, something is. I, see, this is the thing. I like. I, I, you know, I don't make games for a living. That's not what I want to do. It's not what I, I. I don't claim to know any better than anybody else who's actually making these things. Yeah. yeah. But something is wrong in this game <laughs> mode. It's like, like, it's unbalanced, right? And yeah. then I'll say that, and then you can go right, Nico. But what the, what makes it unbalanced? And I, I can't tell you because I think there's many things going on. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. <sighs> okay, <sighs> turret characters. Yeah. Make this fucking mode just a fucking nightmare like not even a nightmare it becomes a fucking dull exercise in patience and it's just like okay every like nine out of ten games i played quite a few of my buddy the other day and um we both the entire game were like wow this is broken when we were winning (laughs) we were like this is broken like this is not fun when you win you don't feel good about it because you feel like you had to cheese your win like it's just like torbjorn set him up in front of the flag uh the map that it's on is the china level where it's not it's outside of the big tower i can't remember the name of the right level. okay yeah i know what uh, you mean is, is, so is, so it's just the one map yeah yeah uh there's two versions of the china level there's one where you go inside of the tower and there's one where the tower is yeah. in the background of yes. it and yeah yeah so there's one where it's like the the, the little zen gardens on yeah, at the yeah, beginning yeah, points yeah. It's a little jarring because you're used to running to the middle of the map, and now you're running to the opposite end of the map, yeah. which feels weird. But and there's a lot of more downtime in it. Yeah, that's, um, that's what I'm thinking. Because like the whole thing yeah. about that, like, so quiet. Yeah, because because the whole thing is that the maps are big enough that when you know you're when you're um, defending the payload or whatever, you try you're you're trying to get it to the other end. Like if you die when you're when you're in when you've gotten the payload far enough then you're running like incredible dis you're well not incredible you know you're running a fair distance to get back to it like yeah. the the whole thing is that at the start of that game when you're pushing that payload like you're right next to it when you die so you get it to a certain point and then as it gets further and further along you're running further to get it but like that that see for that for that kind of mode that's an interesting like challenge but here it like, changes the which characters are more useful in yes, that mode definitely but yeah, totally. it, but like i was he, like here, i was so afraid of turret characters becoming the gods of that game yeah. and it's like yeah there you go 
the 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 one with the Zen Gardens pisses me off particularly because each flag is just beyond a little archway. Right. And you okay. can you every time you run through that archway, you just shouldn't run through that archway because there's always a Symmetra <laughs> and there's always a ring of the turrets around that archway, and it's the same thing and. You have to stand on the flag and, like, not get shot. Like, you can't be taking damage while you're standing on their flag to make the meter go up and cap it. All right, okay, yeah, 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 okay. And I'm thinking it's either, like, either get rid of the turret characters or make it instant cap. Or, like, yeah, make it, make it yes. like, you instantly grab the flag, like, Halo, old Halo style. Yeah, Because, yeah. like, something's got to give there. Because, like, it became so, like, so many games were draws and deadlocks. And it's just, like, that's not fun. That's Yeah, because it, it's, it's, like, you know exactly where your enemy is going to go at, like and it's not like you know okay they're going to capture like a bigger area it's like they're going to a very specific point to capture a flag so you can just position you know a Symmetra or a Torbjorn just like you know there and just have them like like so if you can just get in and get out with that flag like immediately then that might eliminate some of that I mean yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I did really well with D.Va Right, in that okay. mode, doing offense, where I just said, all right, my team seems like they're kind of having trouble with this mode, so I just <laughs> said, fuck this, I'm going to go off by myself. And I flew in, and I, and luckily, Diva just has the right amount of health, I guess, yeah, to yeah. cap that flag. <laughs> and then I I got three captures in that game, and that's that's all you need to win. And right. that, was, that was like the only one where I felt some fun, and it felt like Halo again. Yeah, like, yeah. like Halo style, where the sense of dread when you have that flag and it's slowed down your movement and you're hobbling away with it and there's like an army of dudes running after you and your team is like kind of coming to help you oh god it's great that that one i had one round where i was like this is fucking great but it needs like i don't know it it, it, uh, the turret people like it like encourages less teamwork because like some guy was like chatting up a storm in that game like some rando yeah and he he put it best he was like He's like these turret characters make it so like you never, you never want to get a group of your team together and go over and capture the thing. You just want to hunker down instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the problem with flag. That's always been the age old struggle with flag is you have to like kind of have your team and half of them have to be defense and half of them have to yes. be attack. Yes, yeah. And that's hard. That's really fucking hard, especially in Overwatch when so many characters have been hard and fast offense, defense. Yeah, yeah. And this is a very like gray game type. I don't, it's it's weird. It's like deep. I don't know how to fix it. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it, like straight up ban them. Maybe maybe make it so Symmetra can only have three of those turrets. Like you know, it's something yeah. like yeah, instead yeah. of six. Yeah. Also, I mean, her gun. It, it would requ- like it would requ- and that mode aside, her she just needs to be nerfed in general. But like that is, is she not getting that game nerfed? mode? Just she is just so well. She used to be terrible. Yeah. Then she got a little bit of a buff, and everyone was like, "Yeah, she's still terrible." And then they gave her another buff. And now she's like, just like unstoppable. Like, like if it's the right character, it's just like this game sucks. Like you just hate the game yeah, if she's yeah. in it sometimes. Yeah. And like I, I know, like that's just mad loser saltiness. But yeah, like it's like <laughs> when you when you hear that sound of getting microwaved by that lady, like for the millionth time, yeah, you're just yeah. like the sound of just getting fried by that gun. It sucks. Yeah, I, it sucks. I, yeah, I don't know. It's it's it, like. I, I, I love that game, but it sucks. Yeah, like it's just I, like I, I I have played nowhere near as much of it as some people, but you do get to you, you do start to notice those like little balance issues and stuff like that. But um, I can imagine like R- Roadhog became t- 
tougher over the weekend or something, didn't he? I don't fucking know. Like, well, the, you, it's weird. You play it enough, you actually start to notice shit like that. Yeah, like, you really do. I mean, like, I thought the whole thing with Roadhog was that it was like they were nerfing him so that you couldn't just, like, get people, like, through walls or you couldn't, like, swing them off cliffs or whatever. Uh, but, yeah, then they, 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 they nerfed him and then they buffed slightly him. buffed him again. Right. Where, like, I don't know. I just feel like every time I get uh, hooked by a Roadhog nowadays, uh, I, it's an instant death. Like, yeah, there's nothing yeah, I can yeah. do once I get there. I can't even turn into the, I can't even turn into a brick of ice as me <laughs> when I get there. Like, nothing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm still, I'm still a Reinhardt boy. Yeah. I, 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 See, like, Reinhardt and Flag is an interesting one. Yeah. It's like, is he good? Is he bad? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he's good. It's like... Uh, oh, <laughs> God. I, I gotta say, his uh, Chinese uh, New Year uh, costume is pretty fucking cool. Is it? <laughs> he's a giant samurai man. Nico, you know you know the only thing I care about in Overwatch? The sprays, the sprays. Which, luckily for you, they've updated the, uh, the quick chat options to now make it so you have a wheel of... Op- options not just for like Hell quick dialogue yeah you have it you have a wheel where you can pick for four of your sprays four sprays you, you can't have four sprays up on the wall which i think oh, is a huge boo-boo no no I, I tried i tried to spam them like all the sprays on the ground and it makes the other one disappear oh, oh, garbage but fuck blizzard but now but now you can like have a spray for every situation <laughs> i don't know it's so yeah, the now you have wheels situ- for the only situation in which I ever use sprays is at the very start where I'm just spraying on the door. <laughs> like I, I always spray on the door for the for the enemy teammates who come up and try to peek through the door at who, which character you're using, <laughs> and you can use that to block it off so they can't see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh man, but uh, yeah, but yeah. So you know that game mode hopefully gets patched in i i can't imagine blizzard loves to tweak things yeah you know so like maybe they'll they'll see the uproar because people were hating it from the uh chat yeah yeah attitude i was getting Ah. uh people were mad like yeah i don't know it's i'll i'll give it a couple more goes but like i i found myself quickly hating that game mode yeah i mean it just it just seems like a shame because you know like Capture the flag is a really fun mode when it works right. Like for me, that could be like, you know, when when I heard that they were doing capture the flag for Overwatch, I was like, this could be the thing that like really gets me, you know, with this game. Like you, this is the thing that I really want, you know. Um, but yeah, it's hearing all the kind of balance issues and stuff. It's uh, it's not it's not in, it's not instilling a whole lot of confidence, but. Uh, yeah, you know. I, I will say the my the secret hero game mode that I have a lot of fun with is when you go to all brawls, which is the the mode specifically for like like, like speci- hyper specific matchups, like yeah, where it's yeah. like only offense, only defense, only Reinhardt's. Like <laughs> those those matches turn into like some dense, cool shit. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, like because yeah. it becomes like okay, we're all Reinhardt, so how do we play this now? It's yeah, like yeah. and usually it's chaos. <laughs> the best one though is only you can only pick from the healer characters oh fuck and that creates like one of the best game modes yeah, ever yeah that'd be that'd be fucking cool S- Symmetra becomes the fucking offense character obviously <laughs> with that fucking yeah. gun of hers but still it's like I don't know like that, that game it's 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 a lot to be said for a game that seems so shallow in terms of uh, map choice and yeah, stuff yeah where like 
just just blocking off or letting you pick more than one of the characters makes it feel like a different type of game sometimes. Yeah, yeah, which is, it's, it's that's pretty cool. Yeah, no, like that. I mean, the 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 balance for the most part in that game is like pitch perfect. Like it is that game. It, you know, when you're constructing a team based shooter, you have to make sure that every like not only like that every team not only that every member the not only that every character like has its own purpose but the like the idea that you could you could viably have like any combination of those of those different character class like of the different characters within those classes like as long as you have like one of you have like one of each different type then you could make that viable if you work together as a team or whatever so like uh, and you know overwatch does that really well um so yeah it's, it's definitely a game that because you know my relationship with overwatch has been rocky you know but it's <laughs> like it's, it's definitely a thing now where i can i can kind of see myself getting to a stage where that is in the same like league as something like well rocket league in terms of you know yeah. okay that's the game i go to to just you know if i want a couple of matches or something like that then i'll go to overwatch and just play for a bit because i know that it's it's you know that sometimes your team can suck and that sucks but like it's uh you know that it's it's a very well-made game and it's good to just kind of chill out and uh yeah, yeah. the fans are already becoming toxic as hell yeah but that's, yeah, you know, yeah totally. it's expected that, with that, an online game exactly people yeah. complaining about things that aren't even there or is, is, that, that's that is one thing that i feel that rocket league has avoided for the most part uh, have you seen the neo tokyo people uh, are, are there are there specifically neo tokyo people like dude there are people who like make it their life's goal that no matter where on the internet rocket league information is posted they just go get rid of fucking neo tokyo man <laughs> just get rid of fucking it's just ruin the game <laughs> oh man yeah I, I can i can totally see that but then again I, I totally stay away from 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 the kind of rocket league discussion communities i guess so it's like uh, am i the only one who was like happy when they announced that they were putting like hills on some of the maps i was like yeah cool like you know we talked about this before but like i i am very much like i i enjoy the simplicity of that of that you know that uh pitch where it's just you know you have the pitch and then you have the curved walls and you can go up and stuff and but you know i i do enjoy the kind of you know you do need to kind of change up your play style for something like neo tokyo and that's fun and it's yeah like i don't know it's, it's like, cool to me it's so. all free like it's like, <laughs> yeah. it was one thing if it was like okay we're gonna split the community in half and you now have to have this dlc for a map that not everyone likes yeah, yeah. to play you know it's like you know the old halo trick of like well, if you don't buy the DLC, you get a worse matchmaking experience, yeah, yeah. and it's like at least they're not doing that. Yeah, I mean, they, like, to be happy with your free map. I, I mean, I, 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 I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of like the stuff they tried to do with things like ice hockey and basketball and stuff. Like, I, I, those I thought th- hockey was fun for like a a weekend, yeah, and then yeah. you know, uh, basketball. I never played. I was like, I don't even. Did did we yeah. not? Did we not <laughs> play some hockey? Was that not where we did the first kind of like Merry Christmas thing? Yes. <laughs> It's Merry true. Christmas in June. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, why would they? Why would they introduce ice hockey in June? Huh? <laughs> exactly. Weird. Yeah. No. I mean, like, literally. Like, I, I, I changed. I changed all my stuff in Rocket League f- just for Christmas. Where you know, because I, you know, I had the kind of Christmas 
all the Christmas stuff equipped, like the Santa hat, the Christmas tree uh, antenna thing, and the the trail was Christmas presents and boxes. Yeah, yeah, went ho ho ho, you know. Um, And I changed (laughs) that just for Christmas, like. I changed that to just regular ass. He wears a baseball, the car wears a baseball cap and it's like, like a little fucking basic ass antenna and stuff. UFO antenna for life, man. That's (laughs) the best one. But then as soon as, as soon as Christmas was done, as soon as it got to new year, I was just like, okay, put on on all the Christmas stuff again. Going to get right back into this Christmas patter. <laughs> you know, I haven't played in a while. I, mean, I wonder what my guy looks like. I can't remember. I, I, you know what? I I fell into the trap of um of the Batmobile. Right. And I got the Batmobile, and I, I get it. It's like a licensing thing or whatever. But like, I hate that you can't put doodads on your DeLorean or your Batmobile or whatever because ah, those are yeah. like my two favorite cars in totally. the game. Yeah, and you can't make them look stupider <laughs> and. You got to I, take the brand, I was all about Nico. that DeLorean when it came out. I was like, I don't care. It's two dollars. Who cares? Like, I, was, I got it instantly, and it's like, it's all I love me. Back to the Future. I love Batman. They got me by the balls. Like, it's all about that brand. It's all about that brand, Nico. They've got to protect their brand. It's like it's like any racing game where they have licensed cars, and they're like, eh, no, we don't want damage modeling on these cars. And you're like, come on. Uh, don't, don't don't make it so you can spray Portal Two white goo out the back, please. <laughs> oh man so yeah that's we spent a long time talking about the games we've been playing um which is been cool. a, been a surprising january yeah yeah it's uh, put it lightly I guess. yeah like usually usually it's totally dead in terms of things to play and stuff but yeah. it's one of those things where i, I have the, the sad video game thought of i, I have nothing to look forward to <laughs> until There's no games coming out well, I mean, what? Like, I, 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 I don't I, actually know what's coming out wait, anytime soon. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check this. Uh, games coming out February 2017. Let's no games see to this. play. Might as well die. <laughs> 2017 in video gaming. <laughs> we're, we're, we're doing, we're doing it. We're going to a Wikipedia article. So February, we've got Fat Fire Emblem Heroes. That's coming out on phones, Nico. Hey, you know, but you know, that'll be fun for like a day. <laughs> I won't play it. <laughs> um, there's that. Ge- there's that game Neo that's coming out, but that's just for PS4. Uh, for For Honor is out on um, Valentine's Day. <laughs> what which... the fuck is For Honor? Uh, it's that Ubisoft thing where that intense, that really intense guy with the cane came out at uh, at E3, and he's like, "Oh yeah, you won't fight <laughs> as a knight and fight a samurai," and and he's the best, and it was great. Um, there's a Berserk that's game right. coming out next month. Is it? it, it but it's, it's 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 the Dennis, it's the you know Dennis, it's the berserk skin for a Dynasty Warriors thing, you know. Um, so yeah, that'll be that'll be bad. Um, I mean, Dynasty Warriors is nah, I, so I, I, just I, I, Dynasty Warriors. I, I say Dynasty Warriors. You say Dynasty Warriors. Um, <laughs> it, like it, that that I have always had a kind of a. a sort of appreciation for them i i really liked four and um like uh yeah oh, four extreme legends was i remember a summer when i played a lot of that on ps2 yeah yeah <laughs> like, yeah exactly and, a lot um but then it's like the every single game comes out after that and it's like how are we gonna start this one i know with the yellow turban rebellion <laughs> like and you're just like every yeah. single time every time um 
So another victory for Huang Zhang. That's all. I, that's all I remember about Dynasty Warriors is that that line. Oh man, uh, Night in the Woods this is coming. Looks kind of bad. The, the Berserk game, like I know it's going to be Dynasty Warriors, but the it looks good. Uh, <laughs> but the, yeah, I mean it, lo- it looks like Berserk. You know, <laughs> it's uh, very pretty gore. Like it's like very stylish. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. boss monsters look awesome. Like they look uh, gross. I, 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 I saw a guy. I saw a gameplay ages ago of someone fighting one of those boss monsters and they didn't look didn't look fun um you can get this for ps3 if you want <laughs> great <laughs> um berserk and the band of the hawk yes yes which um is you know the 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 thing the, the group the group that you're with is that not the band of the hawk uh i don't know i i whatever i know about berserk is just like it's so back in my mind now. It's been ages. Yeah, it's um, I, yeah. Band of the Hawk is the the is Griffith. Griffith leads the Band of the Hawk, and Guts joins it. So, yeah. Um. Oh yeah, I always get this. Uh, I always get this confused with Fist of the North Star. That's <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, like Fist of the North Star is kind of berserk, but with you know just hands fists. <laughs> oh. <laughs> With a dude who punched a building. I mean, yep, yeah. Yep. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Night in the Woods is coming out next month. It's coming out on the 21st, which, have you heard of it? Um, I've heard that name. I don't think I've actually seen any images. Uh, it. It, it looks it looks really dope. Uh, the, the art style is great. He plays a little cat thing. And, uh, uh, yeah. There's cool. going to be a Dynasty Warriors 9, and it's going to be open world. <gasps> what? Yeah. When's that coming out? That is coming out. This is I'm on the Forbes website. <laughs> and this is For, For, Forbes' top games coming out this year. Oh. Uh it's a reimagine oh wait, sorry. It's not a reimagining. That was the line for something else. <laughs> Finally, a fully open world Dynasty Warriors game. Dynasty Warriors 9 promises to be the biggest, best looking in the long running epic action franchise. Great. Uh, <laughs> And now skipping through the trailer to see if they just put numbers at the end of the date. <laughs> um, well, nothing at the end, but there's a big eight at the end, which makes no sense because if it's Dynasty Warriors Nine, why would? Okay. Oh, Call of Cthulhu is coming out. That that looks that's like one of those things that it probably only I give a shit about, but that game looks cool. Yep. I mean, like I don't know. <laughs> I got I, I like I like my Lovecraft, and yep. And I've rarely seen a game that executes it well. So maybe this one's the one. <laughs> Probably not. Yep. Uh, it just looks good. You got. You got to looks... keep. Got to keep. Got to keep hoping, Nico. Keep yeah. that hope alive. It'll never happen. Yeah. Exactly. You, you've been cru- Your your hopes have been crushed, as if you were the subject of some form of cosmic horror. So. Um, yeah. Oh, Friday the Thirteenth. What's that? Friday the Thirteenth game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah PvP. Oh uh, god, I only heard only heard about that because Adam Sessler was working on the PR for that, and it just made me think, like, oh, Adam, Adam, go back. Maybe to he really journalism. believes in it. Uh, Maybe he believes in the product. Maybe. I just remember him being like really like kind of stressed out because that game was nearly not about to make its target <laughs> and he was like kind of stressing out about it on Twitter. So yeah, I don't know. It was, uh, uh, I miss Seth. He's a very stressed man. Uh, it's Adam Stressler. 
Um, he's 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 obsessed. <laughs> um, yeah. So I guess if we're kind of done with games that we've been playing and are super excited about, like Dynasty Warriors Nine, um, I guess it is time. What's the th- what's the time for Nico? It's about news o'clock. Hell yeah, baby! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, There's not a whole lot of news this week, I guess. Um, Oh, yeah? Says who? Says GameSpot.com slash news. (laughs) Um, Well, you got me there. (laughs) Well, I mean, you know, in exciting news... um, Play, Limbo Inside Dev teases new game, and guess what? It looks exactly like their two other games from the this picture. Gonna be, this one's gonna finally have faces drawn on all the people, and uh, uh, it will end with you um, being a shadow puppet boy, yep, wearing a red sweater, yep, but also wearing a helmet. Well, there's a guy and... pulling along what looks like a sack or. a or squid or something like that. He is weird. Looks like a... Huh. Like... The fuck is that, actually? He, what he, is he pulling? He looks like he's... He looks like he's wearing a red jumper. He's got a helmet on. There's, like, a meteor in the distance or something like that. Um, Yeah, this uh, is going to be a play-dead-ass play-dead game. You know, it's just, like... You know, they do, the, they do their thing and they do it... Well... <laughs> You know, control a small boy walking to the right in a minimalist art style. <laughs> this one's called. Outside. You will say wow by the end, <laughs> man. Yeah, the more the more I think about it, the less I enjoy inside this. The game. It was a, it was a nice little like two hour, three hour distraction, <sighs> yeah. and then yeah. I was like, all right, well, that was a fun experience. I'm glad I digested that. All right, yeah. on to the next game to forget, and then yeah, know, I mean, like... it, it's, it's for me, it was just a thing of like. The, the the tension that it could have maintained was completely ruined by the fact that it felt it needed to be a game and the fact that it felt it needed to have puzzles that totally killed the flow for me. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it looked nice and, I, like, everyone went on about, like, how mind-blowing that ending was and I was like, yes, yeah, it's, it's a shock, but it's not, like... I, I, cer- I certainly wasn't... At the end of that, I certainly wasn't, oh, my God, I can't believe the game just did that! Like I just kind of thought, oh, oh well, <laughs> like that that was that was a weird way for that game to end. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it'll come out and it it'll be it'll be interesting at least. So, yeah, the aesthetic is dark and atmospheric. No, no shit. <laughs> like it's a play dead game. Um, yeah, but yeah, I don't know. Um, look out for outside coming to. Uh, a PC near you. Um, Wait, sorry. I have to like... Well, this is still news. So this might be breaking news. Okay. Sorry, I just saw a ad pop up. Um, and it's for the a, a DLC pack for zombies and in Infinite Warfare. Right. But I could have sworn in the silent trailer I just watched while you were talking. <laughs> like I just saw at the corner of my eye. I could have sworn I saw Kevin Smith run by with a gun. Wait. And what <laughs> I need to I need to like find out if Kevin Smith now is in as a character in this fucking Call of Duty zombies game. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm 
No, this can't Kevin be right. Smith stars in new Call of Duty Infinite Warfare oh. Zombies DLC. Th- there he fucking is. <laughs> oh. Uh. Oh, no. Oh, no. What the fuck? Uh, oh, no. Oh, God, there he is. <laughs> oh. Uh. Sorry. With, with yeah, help- sorry. I, I, I. I just had to make sure I wasn't going fucking crazy. (laughs) With the help of some brutal new weapons and even director Kevin Smith, and there's an exclamation mark in brackets, our heroes just might be able to put an end to the madness in the Redwoods. You want to hear the blurb about Kevin? Go go for it. (laughs) Just like the protagonists, (laughs) Kevin has been captured straight into another twisted horror film helmed by Willard Wyler, the enigmatic... Movie director villain played with voice and like played with voice what played with voice and likeness by Paul Rubens and then in, and then in parentheses Pee Wee's Big Holiday Gotham because <laughs> you know those are the things he's fucking known for. <laughs> Smith has been Smith has been left for dead in the movie, but through a series of creepy events, will help players attempt to escape the campgrounds where zombie ravers have taken over and turned the site. Into a techno-fueled nightmare. Is it just me, or do video games say the phrase techno-fueled nightmare more than any other medium show? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, God. I just... Uh, I, I mean, like, you know, I, I saw I saw something that said, you know, Call of Duty was still, like, the, the biggest selling franchise last year, but, you know, it's still not, like... Nothing sold well last year, you know, so it's, uh, um, this is hardly a fucking, you know, it, it sold less, but it was it's still the best selling, I guess. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Call of Duty. That's weird. Have you, have you, have you played that at all since? Yeah. <laughs> Great. Oh, man. Never. It's so, it's, that was like my last chance. Like, that was me, like, giving the, the series another chance. Uh-huh. And so I'm just I'm I'm gone. If the, if there's another one this year, you're not going to hear about it from me. So like, <laughs> it's my turn. Yeah. Um. But in, you know, in 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 news that I'm actually quite excited about, uh, <laughs> Tekken Seven. The release date was announced. Woo! Yeah. It's uh, it, it's slightly delayed. Like they said, it was early 2017, and it's now. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Harada coming out and saying. Uh, but now it's, it's June 2nd, it's coming out for consoles. It says it's, it says it's coming out for consoles, but it's also coming out for PC. So, um... Woo! So, yeah, it's, uh... Yeah, Harada w- apologized for the delay and said, you know, uh, we're gonna make we're gonna make it good. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, like, I'm, I'm super excited for a new Tekken game. I've talked about it before it's, on here, surely, but, like... It's about time. Yeah, and Tekken on PC as well. That'll be... That'll be good. Um, this better be good. This better be good. Like, Tekken 7's getting a VR release, isn't it? It's got, like, a VR mode, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's it's like, first person or something. Because that, that was something at, like, Sony's conference last year or something. They they came out and showed a, a, a Tekken 7 thing and said, hey, VR mode or whatever. And I'm kind of curious to see how that would work, but... Um, but sure, why not? It's, uh, yeah, I've been I've been hankering hankering for some new Tekken, so uh, and I've been hankering for it because I'm a dumbo that likes the lore. Uh, so 
yeah, that'll be that'll be cool. <laughs> It'll be good. I uh, can't see. I can't wait to see what those. Um, God, I don't even remember anybody's last name in this game anymore. The Mishimas the, or the, the yeah, see what's going on with the the Mishimas I bats and the Kazamas <laughs> and the and Paul Phoenix and his band of merry men and. <laughs> All, and, uh, all the laws. All the laws. Yeah, I was gonna say all the laws. I don't know how many there are. Like twelve <laughs> laws now. Uh, I like law, handlebar mustache. My martial, law myself. Martial law, forest law, uh, Mister Mister Law. Um, I hope we get forest law in the maritime law. I hope uh, we get uh, environmental law. <laughs> great. He's been banned uh, by Trump. Child law, uh, <laughs> custody <laughs> law. You know, all of them. They're great. Oh man. Um, but yeah, yeah, it'll be it'll be good. Uh, and Akuma is in that game. <laughs> Akuma's get... in Akuma's in Street Fighter Five, and his hair looks really bad. <laughs> I don't like him. Oh man! In this in this game, are we gonna get uh, in, in Tekken Seven? Are we gonna get like violent Lee? Violent Lee. <laughs> That'd be good. Oh, he's already, there's already a Violet Lee. Isn't his name Violet? Isn't that like one of the things? See what I did there? It's like violent. Uh, it's like vi- uh, I see. I see. I see more news. Final Fantasy XV director discusses upcoming single player updates to DC DLC. Uh and apparently says it is very difficult for me to select the best boy. That's the best quote of the year. I I I don't like that he he's he's doing the meme now because the best boy meme has become a meme. Um, so uh, uh, no, you can't you can't embrace the meme that's been created about your own thing. You can't do that. It's not possible. Um, <laughs> I just, I, actually, no, I do, I do. I do enjoy this quote from Tabata. Um, it goes to show how much I insisted we create the four characters as a team from the start to the end. As a result, I think each character is charming and likable in their own way. But because of this, I am also now unable to select the best boy. That's Prompto, isn't it? No, fucking... Uh, if you, Don't we love Prompto? Prompto's, Prompto's an asshole. Prompto, Prompto's backstory, as I've discussed before, is that he was fat... And then he lost weight because then royalty would notice him. The best Doesn't boy... Doesn't that mean that everyone else is an asshole except for Prompto? Well, it means... It just because Prompto means, had to change for society, he's the asshole, Hamish? No, it's just that he, his, only, his only backstory <laughs> is that... Like, all the other characters have really interesting backstories, and Prompto's one is that he lost some weight. <laughs> like, Ignis... Ignis drives you places and he cooks for you. He cooks like really good looking meals. So I thought you were about to say that they were delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I ate them all. I ate them. I ate my screen. Right. It was delicious. Right, time, to take, time to take the PS4 away from him. She's gone, <laughs> gone crazy. I'm, eat, I'm eating the consoles, man. The food just looked so damn good. I just got to have them cut noodles. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but yes, in short, Ignis is the best boy. And Tabata, you'd do well to realize that. But, um, but yeah, this 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 thing's uh, this, this thing's interesting because, um, you know, this is the this is the updates that they're talking about how they're going to be changing chapter thirteen, which is 
What's that? I don't understand. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. They're changing the story. They're, so they're, they are including more elements of the story because um, and they're they're like recording new voiceover and stuff like that because um. Oh, if you want to play again, I, I play like the entire I, game all the way up to chapter whatever. Like I. I'd be really up for that. <laughs> really? Yeah. Good God. It's yeah. a dark PG though. It's like, I mean, like, like how many, how many ghosts can you do? <laughs> I don't know. You can, no, you can go back in time and like, <laughs> there was a time travel mechanic in that game where you time travel through a dog. Um, what? <laughs> through a dog. <laughs> yeah. You, you talk, you talk to Is the, the dog. dog okay. You, you talk to the dog and you can either pet the dog or you can travel in time. You can pet him. Yeah. You can pet the dog or, or you can travel through time. <laughs> You can't do both. Uh, I mean, at the you, same time, you, you could you no. Know, you could you could pet the dog and then go back into the dog menu and then travel Wait, back how, in time. But what if you go back to a time when the dog doesn't exist? So this uh, DLC that's coming up. Um, <laughs> is, <laughs> um, <laughs> so <laughs> you, you just opened up a whole like crate of questions now. Like, what's the fu- a dog? <laughs> yeah, it's a dog. This is his childhood friend of uh, of uh, what's his face? Noctis. Prompto. Oh. Um. So yeah. In fact, that might actually be the dog that Prompto saved, and then who ran away from Prompto, ran back to Luna Freya, who is Noctis's bride to be. And then the dog had Prompto's name on the bandage, and then the princess knew exactly which Prompto it was and wrote to him saying, be a good friend to Noctis, he he really likes you and stuff, even though the whole thing is that Noctis has been ignoring him up to this point because he's fat, I guess, and then he loses a bunch of weight. It's the same dog. (laughs) Hamish, this... From the snippets and the little glimpses of this game's world I get from you... This seems like the worst game ever made. It's one of the best. It's the best Final Fantasy game ever made. <laughs> I, I, maybe it is. I'm just saying from what the info I've gathered these past few months, <laughs> this sounds like, what is this shit? Like, I just like. <laughs> exactly. Oh, be nice to Noctis. I know he doesn't. I, I know he likes you quite a bit, even though you're fat. All right. Well, like him. Just be good to him. All right. Goodbye, <laughs> time traveling dog. To what be the fair, fuck is this? To be fair, that is the anime. <laughs> Uh, that is outside of the game but it, apparently you need to watch the anime to get the full story even though the anime doesn't really explain much so you know there once was a time when the game you got was the game you got <laughs> games games worked on day one and they didn't have patches and they didn't have microtransactions fuck you <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh god so so what, it's going to... So, does this fix a problem that fans had? Is this going <laughs> to... What, what, what does this do? Well, like, right. so, this? So, this, so this patch is... Ba- like The whole thing was basically that the story of the game, the main story, was fucking nonsense because it it relied... It, it, it was... The whole thing was that you had to have watched fucking Kingsglaive in order to understand it and sometimes it would just have random clips from Kingsglaive playing over exposition that had nothing to do with it and there was all this talk of like a crystal and I don't know what the crystal was or why we need why we cared so much about the crystal um like to me the things that matter like that stuff didn't matter compared to the the whole relationship between those four characters and stuff so like 
but they realized that and now they're saying hey we're gonna make we're gonna like put in more stories so that you know what the fuck is happening so i guess that means explaining things like the fucking crystal and stuff like that so so that you won't necessarily have to have had you you won't necessarily have had to see kingsglaive in order to in order to get it because apparently kingsglaive is fucking terrible so um in the grand tradition of final fantasy movies it's fucking terrible apparently um so uh so that's 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 going to be free updates um then well, at least it's free that's yes good. exactly you know so um but there is going to be paid dlc apparently uh which uh wait i don't i don't know this doesn't really detail the paid dlc it just says as well as the paid dlc um the game will also receive free updates which will enhance and improve it over time um so yeah i I don't know uh, the direction of chapter 13's content was a deliberate decision made by the development team that said the amount of stress inflicted on the player while running through this chapter was greater than we had anticipated um we res- we believe resolving this issue will naturally lead to a better gameplay experience and yeah the, like the game kind of goes from you know happy-go-lucky well not not exactly happy-go-lucky but you know you're fighting with your friends and stuff and you have your equipment and everything and it just takes that all away and goes for like jump scares and like really like confined corridors and stuff and it's really weird um but yeah if they if they can find a way to make that work better then sure like i, I mean i i i could play final fantasy 15 again because it's it's you know in terms i like in terms of rpgs like especially jrpgs like it's short you know it's it's not like that game can be completed in like 20 25 hours maybe 20 hours like which when you consider other jrpgs and other final fantasy games like is nothing you know so yeah yeah um i think for me actually it was something like about 18 19 hours or something so um, that's that's pretty short in the grand scheme of jrpgs at least yeah yeah so uh yeah that's that i guess uh tabata can't decide his best boy or he can't tell you his best boy um well he better figure that out prompto and that's been the writing on games cast we'll see y'all next next week Goodbye. Uh, <laughs> no nico we've got more news ah the uh, news why, 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 why don't you why don't you take some news this time all right why don't you pull your weight Here's some news. I'm telling the news this time. Uh, (laughs) Let's see. I'll let you talk about that one because that's more your game. Uh, What? uh, The Deus Ex stuff. That's a... Oh, right. Okay. Because I I wouldn't know what the fuck I'm talking about. (laughs) Um, Oh, no. (laughs) Speaking of... Speaking of a Final Fantasy, I guess the the fantasy of Guillermo del Toro (laughs) being involved with Death Stranding creatively is... (laughs) Is is that? It's it's finite. It's gone. It's, these it's, segways, these, these segways are my favorite part of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Everything can be segued into something. Yep. It's the Pan's Labyrinth director is only a character in the game, um, which the, now puts to bed any um, any theories that it was going to be a joint Kojima Del Toro. Yeah, yeah, joint. I guess. Um, I mean, I feel like this. I feel like this is already. I feel like this has already come out, though. Like th- he, he never. He, Kojima. Kojima's a funny man. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, I guess he. Well, could, could uh, you? Um, could you? He'd already said that like they, they just they just captured Del Toro's like model and yeah, he in terms he of busy, voice, didn't he, or yes, something like that? Yes, and in terms of like the voice, it'll be like a different person. So yeah, I I, I don't know. Um, okay, uh, but you know what? Maybe that's maybe we're just not ready for Del Toro's game writing. Did Del Toro <laughs> Maybe it would make us do, explode. Did he not do a game before? Hasn't he attempted to do, like, so many games and they all fall through or something yeah, like that? Yeah. He's had, like, such in, bad luck with video games, I feel like. Insane, stylized as insane, <laughs> was a survival nice. horror video game formerly in development by Volition to be published by THQ in collaboration with film director Guillermo Del Toro. Um, yeah, so that was... Uh, it was announced in 2010, and then THQ like announced the cancellation in 2012. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like it's you know, I this doesn't really affect how I'm viewing the game or not. I know some people will be bummed because I think people thought this was the dream collab. You know, yeah. I mean, but, I, I I don't know. It's, yeah, well, this, 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 <laughs> he says it himself that I have proven to be the albatross of video games. He said last year, <laughs> I joined THQ and THQ goes broke. I joined Kojima and Kojima leaves Konami. I've decided in order not to destroy anyone else's life, I will never again get involved in video games. Otherwise, I'll join someone and his house will explode or something. <laughs> I like I like this guy. The more the more he talks, the more I like him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's he's great. Like, but the thing is, you know, like you could have looked at that that second Death Stranding trailer and thought this has a weird touch of Del Toro to it. Like, yeah, yeah, there's, for sure. there's kind of like the you know, um, there is organic like inorganic organisms is a weird way to put it, I guess, but it's like. You know, there's kind of a weird mix of, you know, um, like, you know, skeleton soldiers and also the tank that's got, like, fucking weird tentacles coming out of it and shit. Um, like you Kojima's Del Toro worship, though. Yeah, I, I guess, I think yeah, Kojima yeah. does great is it's, like, straight emulation sometimes of things that he loves. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah totally. That, that was Metal Gear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean... Yeah. I'm glad he's a character, though, like a confirmed character, because I, I was reading about all those theories about how uh, that that trailer wasn't even the game, and that was a metaphor for the break from Konami and how you know, yeah, yeah. D- Del Toro is holding Kojima's baby, you, you know, in <laughs> in this capsule and running away, and yeah, you know, all this stuff. And people are like, "Oh yeah, Del Toro is just there to to for symbolism." But I'm I'm glad we have a game where fucking Del Toro is he's gonna be something. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't know. He looks like. I hope he's the president of whatever weird America is on his pin. On yeah. his, that would be the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Oh man. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. It's impossible to say anything about. Like, I mean, there was that whole thing where he was like, Kojima was tweeting that he was meeting with someone from La La Land, and everyone was like, "Is Emma Stone going to be in fucking Death Stranding?" <sighs> like, See, Kojima's funny because like. If you follow his Twitter, you can kind of get more insight into that because he because like for the last month he just tweeted about how much he loved La La Land. So yeah. <laughs> so it's like this could literally just be him being like, "Hey man, I'm I got no 
you know, no borders now. I'm I'm Kojima <laughs> of the free world. And so he's just going around, like, meeting people he wants to meet, probably. Like, who the fuck knows why he's doing this? Yeah, he's exactly. Like, he, he totally, like, fanboys out over stuff that he loves. Like, he, yeah. loves, God, he loves Godzilla, like, a bunch, you know, and stuff he like that. He loves minions. Like, yeah, he loves weird shit, and he, like, goes out of his way to, like, meet the people behind that stuff. Yeah. I remember, so, but I, I remember when he was talking about La La Land or something. He was talking about how, oh, I'm not going to shake, I'm not going to wash this hand for a while. And I was like, oh, okay. That's, that's weird. Uh, Kojima. <laughs> you weird parent. Yeah. He's definitely uh, the one behind the, all those scenes in Snatcher and Police Knots. Yep. <laughs> There's our boy. That's our, that's our baby boy. Shake, shake the six-axis controller to make Rose's boobs go up and down. <laughs> Mel Gear Solid 4. There you go. Hot tip. That was Kojima's idea. Nico's Why just you do this? Oh, man. Um, speaking of, um, I mean, you know, like, the, the, the that mechanic seems like a breach of privacy. Speaking of breach, Deus Ex Mankind Divided's breach <laughs> mode spins off as its own free-to-play game. Good God. <laughs> That was like a segue held together by a very thin twine. <laughs> oh, we'll let that one pass, but good God. <laughs> that was maybe the worst one I've ever done. That was a... Jeez. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah. So now you can play the worst modes of, DS- of the worst Deus Ex game for free. Woo! Oh, well, <laughs> like- good. Take the bad shit free. I like this. Like oh, this, this, a- this, this fucking game, man. Like they announced, they announced the new DLC for it and stuff. Like the first DLC came out for that game within a week of its release or something, or like two weeks. Um, and I never played it because I didn't like the main game enough to, you know, to say like you know my my the press code I got for it didn't come with the DLC, so I was just like, I don't like this game enough to paid for this so um so i didn't i didn't play it and the little i spent in the breach mode which is like it's it's a standalone thing which you know it already had like free-to-play mechanics it was it was weird like it was you're basically paying for things like um like items and booster packs and stuff to get you through these like little arena type things where you were hitting switches and attacking like cyber things it was you're in a, you, like the whole thing was that you're in you're from it was from the perspective of someone wearing a vr headset um and yeah it's uh like that uh, you know on this article it says you know while the mode is enjoyable it was off-putting for these booster packs to impact gameplay given the online leaderboards are a key element so I I don't know. It's this like I don't know. It's it's one of those things where I don't know if like Deus Ex Mankind Divided felt very much like the in between chapter between Human Revolution and whatever comes next. But given how this game seems to have sold, I don't know if they're going to get to release that next thing because like like I like I say like every, like. That game is constantly reduced in price, like sometimes up to as much as sixty percent. And that game came out in like August, like late August, maybe early September. 
And you're just well, like, it, Jesus. It, so what's the deal with those games nowadays? Is it is it like are they are they still Western developed? Uh, it, yes. yes. Okay, because I know that they they're under the umbrella of like Square. Yeah. Now, but I like and Square is like notorious for having like the craziest expectations and you know having games that sell millions of dollars worth yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and still considering that a uh, a, failure a failure in yeah. their eyes. I mean, it is a failure in uh, from a making your money back standpoint, but. It's not what you and I would call like you know if we made a game and we made like fifty million dollars off it would be fucking we wouldn't be on this podcast yeah, but, yeah exactly <laughs> so like but like I don't know so maybe there will be one maybe you might just have to wait a bit longer again like yeah I mean that's how, sure. you know how games go nothing's true it's like comic books nothing's dead <laughs> yeah except, yeah except yeah. Uncle Ben and <laughs> uh, it's just I don't know because I. I want to like this series, and I feel like something's off, and I feel like... I always felt like me and this series just didn't sync up well, and I was always expecting, like, oh, I'll just... Maybe the next one will do it for me, or something. Yeah, and yeah. I want a next one, and it's making me sad. I don't know. Yeah. It's, they're doing weird stuff with, with Deus Ex. Like, Deus Ex used to be this pure PC, you know, type deal game where mm-hmm. it was, like, very hard, and, you know, there were so many ways you could tackle it, and now it's... Feels like Call of Duty the way they're treating it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Just, just from a, from an outsider's view, like it, it feels like they're not trying to make it come out yearly, but it feels like they were trying to make it like a weird household name. Yeah, even yeah. though it already kind of was. Like I, I don't know. I mean, the, the I marketing know. I, of that game, I think, fucked it more than anything. With the, yeah, yeah. Oh God, augment your pre-order. Uh, Remember that? Yeah. Oh fuck. Oh man, yeah, and also they had like they spent like an 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 absurd amount of money on this like YouTube series like about the game that no one watched, <laughs> like, um, and you just think like, well, maybe that's the reason that your games are constantly failing to meet your expectations in terms of sales and money and stuff like that because you know you don't just think like, hey, we could just make this game and make it, you know really enjoyable and not have to spend you know rely on the fact that you know we, we can rely on the fact that it's a deus ex game so people are going to be kind of inherently interested you know um as opposed to stuffing in all this shit like this dumb free-to-play extra modes and stuff like that like no one wanted like a fucking online leaderboard driven extra mode for deus ex like you know for a deus ex game like that's not what Deus Ex is. Deus Ex is a single player, like you say, super deep, like kind of niche PC. Like, yeah, well, it was always know. it was always the it was always the game for like, for lack of a better term, like the the kind of the the more hardcore nerds, like the ones yeah, who got yeah. deeper, like the ones who came from tabletop and stuff. Like, it's like, I mean, the first one is that it's that cyberpunk game from the eighties or nineties or whatever. Yeah, like yeah. The, it's that same stuff. Oh, you gotta buy your cyber eyes and all that stuff. You get to, you know, customize your dude. Not some man named Adam Jensen, or are you? I actually can't remember now. Is well, Adam I, Jensen? Is Adam Jensen or whatever the guy from the first ones? No, uh, that's JC uh, Denton. Okay, yeah, JC yeah. Denton in the Fresh. That's right. And yes, then, yes. <laughs> but uh, I, I just. 
They tried to make it like a universe that, you know, like, ooh, remember the Deus Ex universe? And yeah, it's like, yeah. It's like, nah, you were supposed to be a, a player in the universe that you made up. That's how yeah, I always viewed yeah. it. Even though you were, you know, Denton or whatever, but it, in that game, he never talks hardly. It's like, he talks to random characters that he kind of knows, but you are him in every other aspect. Yes. You decide what he does. And th- from what I see of this game, it looks like you're just moving him from A to B. Yeah, you yeah learn, hey, like, let's see what Adam's life is. You know, like yeah, I mean, let's play the, Adam the, the game. The, the, the main problem that I had with this game's like story, I mean, well, apart from apart from the fact that it was like, you know, um, it, it, you never knew, like Adam's like allegiances were so fucking confusing and just like what, I thought he was working with their enemies and stuff. Like, why is he friends with these guys? Like, what's going on here? Um, it was. Like, it, it it just felt like it was funneling you along this super strict path, and like the aug the augmentations for me anyway were kind of largely like useless. Like I spent like for me the i like the idea that you were spending real money to buy upgrade points for this single player game like that's egregious enough. But the fact is they were utterly pointless because I played I played through that. And by the end, you know, I, 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 like, I, I, I had, like, long before the end, I had upgraded everything I was possibly going to use. So any upgrade points I was getting, I was just like, okay, I guess I'll throw them into this thing that I'm never going to ever use. And then, like, I, I started a new game plus, and by the time I got about, you know, like, about a couple of hours into that, I'd upgraded absolutely everything to its maximum. And I was just like, well, what, what, what schmuck bought upgrade points for this? You know, and like, so was, like you, you just think like the game was designed to like clearly this one was more about like telling this this pre-existing story rather than like you say creating your own like cyber per, dude. Per, yes, exactly. You know, um, I mean, because even Human Revolution like that was still. You know, you were playing as Adam Jensen, but there was a lot more you could do in terms of, um, like, dialogue choices and stuff. They had much more tangible impacts on your relationships with characters and how the plot ended up playing out. Could um, you not, like, skip complete interactions with people if you were yeah. crafty enough? Like, you could... Totally, yeah. You could, like, run through doors if you timed it right, and, like, well, the, there's, see, like, crazy shit you can do in the other ones. Well, yeah, the thing is, like, the, the first the first DSX, like, you could skip boss fights, and stuff like you could just See, run past boss fights that shit needs to be like in all these games like bar none in yeah, any yeah. rpg i think that should be a fucking option because that's old school rpgs sometimes one of the best ways to beat a boss would be to fucking talk to him yeah 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 and exactly yeah. and i love shit like that uh, like that's, the, thing, the thing is it's like you know the, like human revolution like was was really bad for that because you could only kill the bosses um like i i think I, I can't remember if you could like tranquilize them or what you certainly couldn't bypass them um but they they all ended up dead at the end you know um and like the thing is they they, they made a big point of saying yeah we fixed that for this one like they released a special edition where you could take out the bosses in different ways in human revolution but it was still like it was either you took them down lethally or non-lethally they still went down um and uh like the thing is for uh 
for this one they said oh we fixed it we've we made it better and the way they fixed it was just by having one boss fight and to be fair that boss fight is good because like at that point i was like okay I, this is where this this game is really saying okay th- everything you've learned everything how you've crafted your character have you crafted your character to be direct and uh, attack focused in which case go do your thing like but for me i was like okay i'm gonna stealth my way right around all of this so i entered that room and it was a big cut scene where he was like you know right okay we're gonna fight now and then it was about five minutes of him like wondering where the fuck i'd gone and i just like stealth all the way around him and then hacked his turrets to attack him and stuff and it was great but that was one encounter in like a in like a 30 hour game <laughs> it's just like nah, this that doesn't make up for the rest of it you know so um yeah i don't know weird weird game and like kind of a you know i i the more time passes the more i find myself thinking like man that wasn't that wasn't a great game so uh yeah that's that's that i guess um oh well yeah well i'm sure they'll come around <laughs> right <laughs> i don't know they'll, they'll come around now speaking of oh. now speaking of now no <laughs> you no <fucker>. no <laughs> speaking of now no 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 you know what i'm gonna force you go speaking Spe- of now now speaking what of, speaking of now <laughs> speaking um. of now <laughs> Speaking of now, <laughs> is that even correct to Apo- say? What is speaking of now? <laughs> Apocalypse Now video game is in the works. There it is, folks. It's been the right on Games Cast. We'll see you next week. Um, no, I mean, uh, yeah. So this game, oh this fucking game, that's not a game. The, the, I love this is one of my favorite movies of all time by the way yeah, so you yeah know, yeah, um, yeah I mean it's it's a masterpiece it is it's, it's really good it's incredible it's uh they're asking a potent for a fucking movie that's like this is a movie that makes you feel like drunk off of the atmosphere and it's yeah, like yeah um don't ruin this please <laughs> uh yeah so they are making a game they're asking for $900,000 on Kickstarter. Uh, Francis Ford okay. Coppola is apparently on the team. They list they list him as the top billing, but I think it's just they he gave them his blessing. Um, the, the team is like, is people that worked on things like Fallout New Vegas, Wasteland 2, Far Cry, and stuff like that. Um, but they're they're doing this Kickstarter, and they have literally nothing to show. Like, the trailer that they have is them talking, saying things like, hey, we really believe in this game. We really think this game is going to be great. And then just showing, like, footage from the movie. <laughs> like, they don't even have any concept art or anything, and they're asking for nearly a million dollars yeah Mm. they're they're based out of hollywood yeah air airbus llc is the name of the company that's doing this Uh uh-huh this is the only thing they've created and just went up they have backed 54 different projects on kickstarter which includes anything of note 
Friday the 13th game. Right. Spanglish the web series. <laughs> I don't know. Is, is that a web series based off of Adam Sandler's Spanglish? No. Uh, no. Okay. Almost uh, certainly not. Scythe, a realistic slasher film. That's the worst. Okay. <laughs> and Rise of the Synths, an 80s retro music documentary. Okay, so... Well, they've got money to spend, right? I mean, 56 <laughs> projects backed. Uh, this doesn't... <laughs> this is just paying, paying back for all the projects they've spent money on. I, know, I mean, uh, like, I don't want to... I mean, if Francis Ford Coppola is involved, I mean, surely there's some legitimacy to it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I mean... Like, what, what, what are you supposed to make of something like this? Like, it's, well, the thing is, they're, they're saying things like, hey, this isn't going to be, like, a first-person shooter, and the reason we are going the crowdfunding route is because if we went with a studio, they would they would force us to make a shooter. Like they want, they said things like they want it to be like a a survival horror game and stuff, which you know I guess would go with the tone. But the the first thing I saw when they said, "Hey, we're making Apocalypse Now the game," I was like, "We Spec Ops the Line was released like nearly four, nearly five years ago now." That game is Heart of Darkness. Yeah, but you can <laughs> you know, literally I, you can literally have a scene in this game now where someone goes, the horror. And then like, <laughs> you know, that'll it'll be good and it won't be like a weird ripoff. Uh, yeah. I mean, but like, I don't know. It's it just Is it gonna be like shot for shot, do you think? Is it gonna be oh, like fuck. you know, like like do you think it do you think it'll be like um Like what are they okay, so let's see here. We don't make it a first person shooter, so then what is it? Is it like breaking dawn? Not breaking dawn. Fuck, what's it called? De- uh, de- that 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 game that came out. <laughs> breaking <What>? dawn. <laughs> what? The 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 de- dawn. Yes, dawn, dawn of the dawn. No, no, the the one with the the monsters and the the kids, and you can get them all killed if you if you don't do anything. Oh, and, un- until dawn. Until dawn. Not breaking dawn. <laughs> yeah, um, like like is it gonna be like that? Like what the a third person action game then? Like what the, what is it? Uh, it? Like what could this be? Well, I mean, all I've seen so far is survival horror and RPG, and like I don't know. <laughs> but an RPG implies there's gonna be like character progression. Like you're gonna be getting stronger. Yeah, and that's not how the movie that's not- is. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how it is at all. That'd be going against it. Like. Uh, okay, if we well, get like a, if we get to be Dennis Hopper in this game, then yeah, maybe, yeah, then maybe I'm on board. Like <laughs> just him wandering around and being crazy. I don't like. Well, I mean, the thing is, like, also you need to consider that maybe they won't hit their funding goal because it's been out, it's been up for a day, and they've, they've made two percent. That's twenty two grand, though. It's twenty two grand, but it's also. Two percent of nine hundred thousand. I'm gonna um, like. Is there like a follow thing uh, for thing? Oh, there is. Okay, I'm gonna yeah. keep my eyes on. I mean, I gotta know. I gotta know. This is yeah, too fucking uh, weird. So the trailer has the, no trace. The, the trailer has gameplay. It's not. It's not a game. It's not. They say. They say they've done thousands of hours of pre-production. What the fuck? Does that and you're just like, what? What? Like. This, Ever this, since this, I was this, 10 years old, I have been thinking, let's make an Apocalypse Now game. <laughs> maybe that's th- maybe that's like, you know, that's technically thousands of hours of pre-production. Yeah, um, yeah I, I, I don't know. I mean, even when they're going through, like, 
when when they're you know when there's the the mission of this Kickstarter is just a bunch of stills from the movie. <laughs> like, what is this? And it's a bunch they, they of well dressed men from Hollywood. They, they have to give, they have to give them your money. Yeah, they have like so many reward tiers that are like thousands of dollars. <laughs> you guys got honest eyes. I'll give them that. I, I mean, it even says you know, like the squad. Francis Ford Coppola is the creative and prolific force behind American Graffiti, The Godfather series, The Conversation, Bram Stoker's Dracula, and his most ambitious film, Apocalypse Now. But it doesn't say in what capacity he's involved in this. Like, but it's he's like there to write his sign his name on a piece of paper and get a big check. Some of these, some of these reward tiers are like there's like too much stuff. Let's let's see what hap- let's see what you get if you pledge ten thousand dollars. You get two of the collector's edition box sets of the Apocalypse Now game. You get ten digital copies. You get access to the to the beta and the alpha of Apocalypse Now. You get early access to Apocalypse Now. You get digital copy of Apocalypse Now game soundtrack, digital copy of the Apocalypse Now motion picture, digital novels in the world of Apocalypse Now, Colonel Kilgore's death cards, special edition Apocalypse Now game poster, Charlie Don't Surf t-shirt, military advisor patch, limited edition Do Long Challenge coin, Captain Benjamin L. Willard's dog tags, personalized dog tags, secret radio broadcasts, military maps and orders, spec ops field manual of Captain Benjamin Willard. Game this box like- signed by game leads. Nico, I oh am not God. done. Whoa, this, holy uh, shit. He, like, I, I'm not going to read to the end of this because it would take too long. Like, what you just heard me read there is like a Whoa. quarter. Holy shit. Like, what? Oh my God. I mean, they're, they're, they're stretch Why did they goals? just release a special edition of the movie with all this stuff <laughs> in it? <laughs> but their, their stretch goals are like... I mean, they're never going to make any of these. Like, <laughs> wait a minute. What is this? There's a reward here that just says in parentheses, mangoes. And the next is, is to be announced. <laughs> the fuck is that? <laughs> you get, you get, uh, so you get a co- all these copies of the game and a lovely honeydew. <laughs> I'm into that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Give me a, give me a fucking... Wait, no, that's not a mango. That's oh, a, melon. a melon. Isn't a mango in the melon family? Oh, <laughs> uh, fuck. We um, both don't live in tropical countries. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we, don't, we don't know anything about that stuff. If they make $4 million, they will port the game to Mac OS. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. <laughs> oh, my, oh, my God, Nico. If they get to four, four, four 4.5 million, the soundtrack will include very high to ultra high priced popular music tracks. It'll include. I swear, I swear when you said include, I wasn't reading the thing with you, but when you said include, I thought include was some special music term for a second, for like converting it into a better file. I just gotta include these oh, audio tracks. Yeah, yeah, go, 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 I, we're sending it away for including this. Oh my god. Include. Wow. How? Like, what is this? I know, I know it's so petty, but for some reason, when I, I want to give my money less when I see a typo on a Kickstarter. Oh, yeah, of course. It, yeah, it, but I don't know why, because, you know, it's an honest mistake. It could have just been, like, his E-key not working that day or something. <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> But I still am so... I'm just like, nope, not getting any of my money now. You can't even write and include. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Jesus Christ. Why, 
well, when when will we learn from these Kickstarters? Because it's going to happen again. Yeah, I mean, like, this... Oh, God. So If you give them $5 million, there's expanded endgame... How do they know yeah. that that's going to be endgame content? They haven't even made a game for there uh, to yeah, be an it, end what, in. What, what do you think? Like, uh, God. What is this? <laughs> yeah, they're going to include more endgame content. Wait, you get to take... Um, oh, wait, wait, wait. The endgame content is you get to control Colonel Kurtz, which is, you yeah. know, for those who don't know, that's Marlon Brando. Yeah. And <laughs> you get to you get to lead the army and cut a bloody swath through the jungle. Back to Na Trang, or Trang, I don't know how to pronounce that, sorry. But what the fuck? Wait, are they saying that there's going to be like a post credit scene where you just going to be Marlon Brando killing a bunch of people? <laughs> I'll make him an offer he can't refuse. In Vietnam. If, if it was Colonel Kurtz but talking like like he's the godfather, that would be... That's a game. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Uh, oh, right. So... Colonel Kurtz is barely in the fucking movie. Marlon Brando yeah. was, on, was on a bunch of drugs and he was he, nuts he got, by the time this yeah. movie was being made. He didn't even give a shit anymore. But this he shaved his head bald, and then he gained weight on purpose before yeah. he took on the role. Even though the character he plays in the book is it doesn't look like that. Yeah, <laughs> it's just okay. You know, apocalypse now. It's not apocalypse now. It's apocalypse to be announced. And <laughs> oh man! So there's and with that, that. I mean, yeah, the horror. Uh, yeah, okay. so that's video games. They're dumb. They're really Hell, dumb. Even even video games that aren't even video games yet are dumb. Right, so, you know, like, they've had... So the thing is, you can see how many people have backed this at various, like, tiers. Like, the 22,000... Right, let's see how many people have actually backed this. So, one, three, five... 15 wait how many can you can you see out at the top 586 backers okay right. whoa that doesn't seem like a lot but i mean well the I majority guess, of them were the 25 dollar tier yeah yeah i was yeah i was thinking that but like two 500 dollar tiers yeah one one someone has backed the uh, 1251 yeah yeah uh oh god Okay. No one has done any of the upper tier ones that I can see. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> good. Oh, no, no, one's, no one's going to get mangoes to be announced. I don't know what that is, but I, I need to know. <laughs> I almost want to message them and just be like, what is mangoes? <laughs> right. Apocal- Apocalypse now. Mangoes. Is it like a reference Man- to a mangoes, movie? mangoes quote. Oh my god. Uh. Never get out of the boat. That's it, all it is. is. It, so, 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 it's, so it's it's the scene where he said, "Like, I make a nice mango cream pudding." Maybe you get a mango cream pudding. <laughs> I mean, well. thanks, guys. Yeah, cheers. Thanks. <laughs> I get a gay man pudding. Um. Yeah. What the fuck is this? I don't know. I I, uh, I don't know what to make of this. 
That yeah. Should be good. Yeah. yeah, should be good. Can't wait. <laughs> Gonna request the press copy right now. Um, yeah, and the, like if they don't make their. Uh, I mean, it's gone up to 23,000 in the space we've been talking about it. Um, so, all or nothing, this project will only be funded if it reaches its goal by February 24th. So, get pledging. If you want that sweet mango cream pudding. Um, but yeah. Come on, Angry Joe Army, let's go. Let's back <laughs> let's back Apocalypse now. Writing on Gamescast fans, also known as the Angry Joe Army. Yeah. <laughs> and with that, I think that's a podcast. I think that's a that's this is a bumper one. It's a long one. A big one. I don't know why it was so big. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It doesn't really feel like we had much to talk about, but we managed to talk about it. We went down some avenues. <laughs> we stopped at a cafe or two, had some lunch. You know, uh, that's usually how the podcast goes. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. I mean, uh, I, I like I say, I'll have that video up by the weekend, and Nico will have his videos up by the weekend, and by the end of the he, month, I'll have something up. Okay. Okay. Cool. I will. Uh, which is I do like maybe. So it's either this weekend or just after the weekend. Yes. Okay. Cool. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Excellent. Um, yeah. Uh, and with that, do you have any parting words for the Angry Joe Army? Yes. <laughs> um, we've had some laughs. <laughs> we've had some... No, you know what? We didn't cry. <laughs> Make sure you grab a mango in your eye. You are the dreamers. <laughs> that is that Goodbye. is worse than that is worse than speaking of now. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's nah. That's great. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. Put slap it on a a cereal box and get a quote. <laughs> oh man, this has been the rated on games cast. Thank you very much for listening, to the Angry Joe Army, and we will. See you next week. And see. Mmm. What are you eating? I ate some pizza rolls because I'm a loser. <laughs> are they Totino's pizza rolls? They are Totino's. I'm a Totino boy. Oh, wow. And I just cracked open a nice can of coked zero. Wow. It's it's like the, the mythos of the podcast is coming true. I've got my Pepsi Max, you've got your Coke Zero. Zero and Max. One thing is nothing. The other thing is something oh god, I don't know. <laughs> is, that, is that the podcast motto? Yeah, one <laughs> thing is something, the other thing is nothing, but together they are one thing. <laughs> The average of that is half. A two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The the mid the middle the midpoint between Pepsi Max and Coke Zero is just drink middle. Drink half. I, I need to know like a taste test comparison or I need to know what the difference is at the end of the day. I bet it's nothing. Between between what? Zero and max. Oh fuck the 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 fucking the difference is Clear to see. 
it's and it's mainly that Pepsi Max is the superior drink in every regard. <laughs> it, it, like Coke, Coke Zero's too like it's a bit bitter for me. What? It's bitter. It's it's like there's a bitterness to it. It's kind of weirdly metallic. Uh, like, uh, that just means that you need more of it. That's your body. That's your body telling you, "Hey, you need more Coke you need Zero, more metallic stuff in you." Um, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, like you know, if it's a choice between Coke Zero and Diet Coke, I'll go for a Diet Coke because, like, that's got the kind <laughs> that's of like crazy. That's got like a kind of like it's got a weird kind of like gingery taste almost to it. Um, oh, what? Yeah, fucking crazy. <laughs> it's it's cool. It's like it's 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 a nice it's a nice different thing sometimes. Um, Diet Coke tastes like the the can that it's in, and I cannot stand it. <laughs> and that's what old ladies drink in America is is the silver can. Oh, actually, it's Diet Coke, but then it's the gold can because that's caffeine free. Ah, uh, yes, helps you yes. poop. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wait a minute. They're like, what? What is this? They're showing off all these characters for Apocalypse Now, as if like, like I hate to break it to you, Apocalypse Now fans, Harrison Ford's character is barely in the movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's in it for like two seconds in the beginning. Oh like, man, I I don't get it. Like it's it, apparently Francis Ford Coppola's involved, but he's not in the trailer apart from. When that showing... doesn't mean anything good, though. He's been a shit for a couple of years, hasn't he? But you, well, yeah, yeah. He's he's semi-retired, I think. Like, half uh... in the bag is anything to go off of. His uh, <laughs> movies don't seem to be uh, what they used to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, that fucking vampire thing that he released. Oh man, yeah. Like I, I, I don't know. Like it just see, like I mean, because they like they have the director of New Vegas there, like you know, but the way he was talking, it was it was like. You know, like they say, like thousands of hours of pre-production have gone into it, and I don't know. I just, I, what does that I, mean? I don't know. It, it just, it all seems a bit iffy to me. Like, because there's nothing to show for it. You know, so a bunch of RPG people, yeah, are gonna work. On- so you're gonna like be grinding for insanity. I, I don't know, like. You're going to be Lance and you're going to be grinding for acid out there in the shit and you're going to be carrying the, puppies around. The, and- the, 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 they said, uh, if you want to go onto the boat and just take acid or whatever, then you can do that. That's okay. I'm I mean, on board you know, with like, this game so far. Like, sure, but also this isn't a game yet. You haven't shown us anything. Also, like, it's not like anyone in the movie would have done that. It, the, they were already <laughs> on acid when shit got crazy. That was like the whole thing. <laughs> Hey, did yeah. you know I know the guy? The guy who's on acid, the tripping guy with the puppy, is like a family friend. <laughs> Amazing. I, we know like his family because it's, it's the Bottoms family. Okay, cool. Yeah. I don't know. I just realized I've, I've been to dinner with that guy many times. I just realized. <laughs> Was he tripping balls? No, he's like one of those boring motherfuckers I ever met in my life. He's like <laughs> such a fucking just like dude, like. <laughs> Stop fucking! I was born in the sixties and America, or maybe fifties, whatever. Were you going up to him like offering him fucking acid and stuff? No, I actually, it actually took me a while to put two and two together before I watched the movie, and I was like, "Holy shit, I know who that is!" Yeah, and I was like, and then I saw this movie, The Black Hole, and his brother was in it, and I was like, "Oh my god, like this family's everywhere." Then. You've probably watched a bunch of movies where, like, one of the brothers in that family, like, worked fucking set design on it or something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that whole yeah, family yeah, totally. does shit like that. Apocalypse Now, more like Apocalypse 
TBA. <laughs> we got to save this gold for the podcast, Nico. Uh, yeah, that's right. We're not even on the podcast yet. <laughs> oh, that's man. Crazy.